Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Oh man, here we go again. Up early, feed the dog, out the door, traffic, at the office, boss in some kind of mood today, no time for lunch, annoying coworker, no time to relax, bedtime. Then we gotta do it all again? Uh, no way. Because the best way to break up the mundane every day is to play. At Wild Rose Casino and Resort, slots, tables, sports, and a whole lot of perks when you join and play with your club wild card. So, let's play. Wild Rose Casino and Resort, Clinton. Morning to you. HawkFanatic.com is brought to you by Patrick Eads and the staff at Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln on Mormon Track. Steve Anderson, Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars. GT Car and his great crew at Supel's Building and Remodeling. Supel's Flowers, home of 1-800-800-ROWS. The Midtown Family Restaurants. Hertin and Stocker Jewelers, 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. Premier Automotive in North Liberty, the Oxyoke Inn in the Amanas. The Sanctuary Pub on South Gilbert. Streets Maintenance. Also, Wild Rose Casino in Clinton. Dr. Lance Forbes, Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids, who I will be uh, making an appointment very soon, uh, Dr. Forbes, because I had a piece of filling uh, fall out while I was on the air Saturday. And Bump's Restaurant just fell out of my tooth. Here is uh, here's Tom Suter and Pat Hardy from hawkfanatic.com. What are you saying just happened? And, uh, p- no, uh, Saturday, a piece of filling uh, f- fell out of a tube. Cha-ching! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be seeing you soon, Dr. <laughs> Ford. I got to get that fixed. Uh, my uh, hearing aids uh, are no longer amplifying. They do work tonally, but they're, so I got to get new hearing aids. Uh, I got a call about my uh, car recall. And we're Let's see if they got the parts. I got a lot. What, of stuff what else on you got mind. going on, Steve? I, got a I mean, lot of stuff you are fascinated mind. with yourself. I got a lot of stuff on my. <laughs> you mind. are fascinated with yourself. Uh, well, I got so much on my plate. Yeah, you do. It sounds like you're really busy, including a filling. Because nobody loses fillings, and nobody goes to the dentist. And what else? What I mean, did you have for dinner last night? What are you going to have tonight? I I have no idea. Tonight, last night, I had six wings of divine, and that was yeah. all. That was it. It's not much of a dinner. No, it isn't. I had a, a lunch. We ate lunch at Longhorn, and I had uh, I got there half a rack of ribs. So you went out to two different places in the same day? Yes. I don't think I've ever done that in my life before. Have you? <laughs> unless I'm like on a bowl game. In your whole life? I don't think I've, well, I've never, I've, <laughs> unless I'm out like on business, I don't think I've ever gone to two different restaurants in the same yeah. day. Well, that's my, Steve and Jan's entertainment. We, we did. I, I've never so heard of that before. I'm not <laughs> knocking it. I just find it really freaky. 
<laughs> well, we did. I know you did. I'm not denying it. You <laughs> we did don't it. Have anything at all to eat? Yeah. I've, have you done that? <laughs> yeah. Like, not, if you're just not, in your normal routine, not very often. Yeah. I just that's. I'm trying to imagine my dad doing that. <laughs> hey. Have you ever done three breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. In the same day? Yeah. Wow. In addition to being expensive, that's just. Hey, you got to flaunt it. There you go. But I got oh, it. But I flaunted it. I was going to say, anyway. wait, so today you're rich? <laughs> yeah. Last Friday you were broke and everything was fun. <laughs> I just got need to know what the narrative is before we yeah, go on. Good luck. Because I don't want to cross those boundaries. So good today luck, you're friend. So today you're rich. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm doing okay. I mean, Wednesday, you're going to be bankrupt and screaming uh, well, yeah, for me. Yeah, paydays today. <laughs> oh, then Wednesday, you're going to be miserable. Yeah. Gotcha. Tomorrow, I'll be miserable. That's also Well, he'll be miserable, but I'll just say, hey, next payday is two full weeks away. There you go. We're fine. New billing goes out. You're fine. Oh, God, i got to pay that pesky mortgage. I have until the 16th. Yeah. I guess we all. Aren't mortgages set up that way? I usually pay either. I usually pay sometime between the 1st and the 5th. I, I think, just do it I over think the you phone. can set them up however. I just do it over the phone. Yeah. I always pay mine over the phone. Do you know what, uh, Verizon, uh, what's the easiest thing to do? Because it certainly isn't when they're operating, but when they're, if you call up after the office is closed, it goes right to, uh, uh, do you want to pay your bill? Yes. So does Mediacom. And then you just pay. I mean, we've been going through hell during the day when they're open. With all this, yeah, I paid know. mine over the phone the other day because yeah. I couldn't find the. I, I don't know if they ever mailed so me. So it's that in, simple. Yeah. Well, I, I couldn't find an invoice, and so I couldn't remember the address to mail it to. But I mean, I had to go through a little bit of. Uh, it's not easy to get to a live human being with Verizon. You got to. I mean, yeah. you got to go through. Not a with any steps. company. I mean, yeah. Now that's the last thing they want you to do. Except local companies. They'd much rather have you pay and give all your credit card information over. You know, just. And I just, well, I said, can we make this fast? I am eating supper. And <laughs> out for the oh, second, so you called for while the you second were out time at, today. Yeah. I said, they said well, <laughs> I just find that fascinating, eating out at moments. Hey, uh, no, I may even try it someday. About going out late I may last try it someday. Getting dessert. <laughs> you know, I may try it someday. I'm, today, I, maybe I'll go get some soup of Panera, then for yeah. dinner, I'll... Yeah. I'll, well, actually, we were traveling yesterday, so we did... Well, that's different. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Like when I was coming home, when we went to Indy, yeah, we ate, um, we ate somewhere for lunch, and then we ate somewhere for dinner. And we ate at Culver's uh, in Stevens Point, I think. I think I've I've probably been to that one. Probably, I've and it was good, of course. And then I had some pizza. Yeah, I had a spicy chicken. I had a spicy chicken sandwich from Culver's on the way home from Indy. It was good. We were gonna go to. We stopped in Bloomington. You know, Bloomington's got that stretch with all those hotels, mm-hmm. and we were gonna go to Popeyes. But man, and I noticed it, and I didn't know if Rob had noticed it, but when we were walking up there, just the door to get into Popeye's was just filthy. I mean, it had just, it was just, so we walk in there, and we look, there's two workers, one's on his cell phone, and when he sees us, he turns his back to us and walks away, <laughs> and then there's one girl back there doing everything, and she looks at, uh, she gave us this look like, no, please, so we just left. I mean, I, obviously, it was a train wreck there. Well, 
contrast that with the Culver's. That Culver's we had stopped probably at. fourteen people. Uh, it was. Um, it looked like a beehive. Yeah, they had probably. I mean, I counted thirteen workers that were there. They had two people running orders in and out. Our our orders were done in probably three minutes. Oh, we it was the, impressive. And they were busy, and the food was good. I had never had their spicy chicken sandwich. It was good. I almost got that yesterday, but ended up with the burger, so it was good. Oh, it was good. Yeah, okay. I, I, we had Culver's fish on uh, on Friday. Well, as long as you don't get walleye, it's good. No, the, yeah, the walleye walleye's too sucks. gooey and soggy. Yeah, and it is everywhere. But the cod is really good. Yeah, that's a good sandwich. Yeah, and they don't even advertise Culver's, do they? Uh, they did it one time. Uh, from time to time, yeah, time but to not. Time. Well, we're throwing yeah. them a bone. Yeah. Did you see and that? And then they gave uh, they did, gave Lily. Uh, God, I did it again. Custard dish. You guys got to send me a text message and remind me to bring the checks in for table to table because I forgot them again. They're sitting in my upper drawer. Someone text me like Wednesday and remind me, or maybe I'll just pin them up on my refrigerator because I walk right by it when I leave. And I wrote them out to table to table, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll get them in here at some point. That'd be yeah. great. I mean, that's two days in a row I forgot about. And then a third Three one. Three days in a row. Third one, the Captain Steve's retirement fund. No, we don't need to do that. Because I don't think you're going to retire. You're like Kirk. You enjoy it too much. <laughs> yeah, I like Kirk. <laughs> well, Kirk does enjoy his job. I'll give him that. Yeah, I wrote a column. Um, uh, no, it's good. God forbid. I, I mean, I mean, I... Triggered some fans because they they don't like the Brian Ferrant. One guy's like, "Well, yeah, the seven. Yes, the money is part of the reason he's still coaching. The oh, seven. Sure. Yeah, I get it. Brian trying to help Brian and you know working with Brian. Yes, that's part of the reason he's still coaching. But it's not the only reason. I think Kirk just doesn't like the thought of retiring. He doesn't like the thought of his life without Iowa football right now. That's and world. I believe that's a big part of it. Well, and sure. he's winning enough now to where he controls his destiny now. If they let's say they go six and seven this year and four and eight next year, Kirk's going to be in trouble. Yes, and should be. And he should be, but that's probably not going to happen. I mean, he's still competitive, and it was interesting because a guy reached out to me an email. I don't know how I keep forgetting my emails up on. You can find it on um, Pock Fanatic mm-hmm. when it says this guy reaches out to me. Patty goes, I find you really peculiar. You've written some really negative stuff about Kirk and Brian. You called it a family. You can be negative about some things and still not. But some aspect. And then some other aspects, you're not as negative or you're positive. I mean, people are so used to this all or nothing tribalism now. Oh, since you wrote something negative about Kirk, you must hate him and it will never. No, it goes back and forth. I don't hate Kirk. I think that the stuff with Brian has backfired miserably on him. And I think he's backed into a corner right now and he's going to try to figure out a way to get out of it. I do think they're going to be better this year. But you don't, I mean, you can't just typecast somebody and think, okay, he wrote that he thinks Kirk's turning Iowa football into a family business at the expense of his legacy in some ways, because I wrote that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've written that, and that's kind of, but that doesn't mean I think that Kirk should quit, and, you know, I mean, it's just, it's so frustrating dealing with people because they're so used to tribalism in the environment we live in now. Well, it's, okay, I mentioned, and I mentioned it again today, I could live with, if Will Hurd would be nominated or... Yeah, there's a good Christie chance that's going to happen. Nom- no, there isn't any chance. I mean, the latest one, he's 55 to 17 over yeah. the yeah. nutbag from Florida. But I mean, I said that, that I could live with that. I wouldn't have I a wouldn't think about that. And, yeah, wouldn't think about it. And said, well, I thought you were a liberal. I listened to you for your... You know, well, I a, can be real. Uh, you know, A liberal's yeah, not going to be president forever. Yeah, I... I just want somebody I don't have to think about that we don't have every day in the freaking Or that's headline. a crook. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
I I voted Republican before. Now, if they like, I guess this what's his the guy um, Devin Archer, the guy who's yeah. didn't he play basketball at Iowa before Devin Archie. Oh, okay, that's right. <laughs> but if if he testifies and they find stuff linking Joe to Hunter, then throw the book at him. But they won't. No, and Devin Archie had one of the greatest individual plays in Hawkeye history. I remember it, and that was about the only pl- The spin. Yeah, and he was athletic. He, yeah. He, was, he just wasn't a very good basketball no, player. No wasn't. knock on him. I mean, it just, I mean, he just was not, he was more athletic than he was skilled, put it that way. I think that's fair. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, it's just, it's just so, what would you think of that Frisco, Texas thing? And my nephew lives in Frisco, and he's safe because he's white, and his wife's yeah. white, and his kids are white, and he's got a nice big well, house with a pool. But my nieces, my niece who's with Jamie Morris, who's yeah. black, yeah, I called my brother-in-law today. I'm like, hey, you tell Becky next time they head to Frisco, tell Jamie and CJ to be careful. And my brother-in-law told me that when they get down to Oklahoma, Becky drives. Oklahoma, Texas, because yeah. she's white, and they're, they're safe that way. They pulled that. So no profiling. Well, uh, this family was at a thir- they were at an AAU tournament in Frisco, Texas, and they were pulling out of a parking lot. And for some reason, the cops decided to run a trace on their tags. I don't, they didn't do anything other than be black. And then there was a miscommunication between the driver, the abbreviation he gave for a state, which made the cops think temporarily that the car might be stolen. But you had this family with their kids. They had guns drawn on this 13-year-old kid. And then some of the, of course, Twitter turns into this cesspool of division. Why is race even a factor, said, of course, the, the, the white, white guy. guy. Race is the only factor in the story. If that yeah. was a white family pulling out of there, they wouldn't have pulled him over. Why is it so hard for people to understand well, that? okay. Because they don't believe it. Well, they don't want to believe it. Yes. They don't want to believe it. Alabama, you know, applauding the Supreme Court uh, and uh, getting rid of Roe. And now Alabama was told by the Supreme Court, you've got to redistrict because you're leaving the Eventually, they're going to have to do it. They can resist for yeah. a while. But, yeah, they, well, they don't answer to the Supreme There's a set of laws for the them. governor said. Yeah. They don't answer to the Supreme Court. Unless it's something that they yeah. push. <laughs> what the hell? It's just, I just, the, this 13-year-old kid, it was, he was scared to death, and then the the mother went on Facebook and told her side of the story. It's just a bad look. I mean, it's just not good. No, racism is behind a lot of this crap. It's behind Trump. It's behind uh, DeSantis. Yeah. That's what it is. On a lighter note, yeah. I would like to congratulate my great niece. But she's okay. Sarah Stinson, who won the shot put combination at the... Uh, competition at the 17 and 18 and under in uh, Des Moines over the weekend. Oh, where's uh, she from? Uh, California. She's from. Um, so she throws the, the Sacramento. Shot, so she throws the shot put. And well, she's part of the heptathlon or pentathlon, oh, whichever okay. thing. So she, uh, she's quite an athlete. Yeah. So, so who congrats. Is, who is Hayden? Hayden Suter. Yeah. That is my nephew Mike's daughter, and she just graduated from college and she's going to be going to law school okay well you know i keep getting uh do you want to friend her and i i just don't feel comfortable friending 18 year olds yeah 17 no i understand that and you'll never meet her yeah you know and probably not you know but that's she's she didn't send you a friend request no yeah just keeps yeah no why would she have against me just she doesn't know you. Well, yeah. 
74. I just don't feel comfortable. No, it's a little loogie. Yeah. I don't, I, no, I know. Yeah. I know what you mean. I, I don't feel comfortable friending 18-year-olds. What's that? I don't feel comfortable friending 18-year-olds. And then especially the ones out of the blue from the 21-year-old, beautiful, young foreign women with large breasts. Bolivian. Yes. If that's really who they are, it could be some truck driver named Stan down at the... (laughs) I mean, you just don't know. You know, there's no reason on God's green earth that a 21-year-old, beautiful Bolivian young woman wants me to be their friend. Hey. You know, I mean, it just doesn't... What if she just wants you to be her sex toy? Well, then I'll, I'll check with Ann. <laughs> yeah. Let's see if it's okay. How do you think Chad would respond? <laughs> go for it. You think they'd say go for it? Ah, what the hell. Yeah, Better them than me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's possible. As long as you're here to take me out to dinner. Out to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yes, finish up. <laughs> All right, yeah. ba- back to the Hawks. Yeah. Jim, Jim did that this morning. We Back to off, the Hawks. We got off on some ridiculous where we're old and where it's going to be bad later on. And so he goes, well, back to the Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys don't even have to go back to the Hawks. They're kind of the anchor to this show. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I mean, they they're are. the axis from which we spin. I mean, it's not TrumpFanatic.com, for instance. No, that's true. And it's not uh, Pink Floyd. Fanatic.com. That is true. And hey, just so you, I mean, I that song that was on a couple songs ago, the one yeah. right before Jackson Brown, it's top 40, it's yeah. juvenile. The Day We Fell in Love. I like that song. I, it's See, good I, song. I can like that crap too sometimes. Yeah. Every once in a while, one of those. Great song. I really do. I thought it was um, Alicia Keys that sang it. Called. No. But no, I like that song. Yeah. Her voice is great, and it's juvenile. It's something teenagers <laughs> would like, and I like it. So I'm not just all syringes and psychedelics. So you said 2002? That's the name of it, 2002. Oh, but what year did it come out? It came out last year. <laughs> it's about Iowa's Big Ten Championship in 2002, right? Yes. That's yeah. what it is. What's the name of the singer? For some like, reason, I thought it was like Alicia Tina Keys. Marie or something like that. But it's a good song, and she's got a really good voice. Yeah. At least in that song. No, I like that song. But I turned it up when I was driving it. I'm like, man, I'm rocking to KCJJ. And then what there no one was Dr. Mind. That's okay. Not one of my favorite. I like I would, that song. I would rather have heard that girl could sing. That's my favorite Jackson Brown song. And you do well, play that one. Too, yeah, it was too long. Oh, I see. You had to fit it in. I, yeah. I see. Oh, yeah, I don't mind Dr. Mind. No. Uh, I don't like Lawyers in Love. That song. That's was, stupid. Oh, that's a great that song. song was ridiculous. That's one of the best songs. Ever? Ever. <laughs> so what year did it come out? Uh, Anne-Marie. Anne-Marie. Okay. Wasn't she in um, yeah, the she Dick Van Dyke show? Uh, she, yeah, that, that wow. was no, Rosemary. Rosemary. Oh, say, how old is she? And that was also a song by Slim Whitman. <laughs> Rosemary. Oh, didn't he do, Vas- didn't he do um, Via Candios, too, or something? I, don't, I, don't I thought he had. Condios to him. I've, I've, yeah. Offered, I've asked you guys, Slim Whitman or Vassar Clements, and you think you. Well, Vassar Clements was a monster player. Yeah, yeah. What I, was Slim Whitman? But Slim Whitman sold millions and millions of al- albums somehow. Did he really? Well, they claimed. Well, they claimed, but I don't know that they did. When did he die? Uh, when he first recorded that. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's when we died. Yeah. Uh, Slim. Slim Whitman net worth. What, what do you think his estate's worth? 
Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, how let's much. find out. We'll so, that'll yeah. say how many records he sold. God, tomorrow's August 1st. Can you believe it? Slim Whitman net worth. I'll say uh, 11 million. I'll say 7 million. 50 million. 50 million <laughs> Slim Whitman? <laughs> God damn. Good Lord. Well, his wallet wasn't slim. <laughs> what the hell? So he's got relatives that are loving the legacy of Slim Whitman, I assume, then, right? I would imagine Isn't so. that their money? Yeah, I imagine. Slim Whitman made a lot of his money uh, in the stock market. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Kind of like Denver Pyle. Yeah. I mean, I was, um, I, you know, Denver Pyle, you know who he is, don't you? Denver oh, sure. Pyle. I mean, he played Briscoe Darling, but I read about him. He made a killing in the stock market yeah. when it was well, starting to boom. Paul Revere, Paul Revere and the Raiders, uh, was a very successful uh, realtor in Oregon, Washington, and, uh, and California, the northern part. I mean, he made a ton of money as a realtor. Uh, he just, the band was like his, uh, you know, he just loved doing it. So now on a different note, do you check out Peaky Blinders yet? No. I, you know Man, something? So I'm going to say something. So good. What's Peaky Blinders? Not re- that you will not believe. What? I did not watch television this weekend. What'd you do? I read. Well, you went out to eat, evidently. <laughs> What'd you read? Books. You mean like a, like a, a novel? No, like uh, uh, Bob Dylan's... Okay, something uh, that you didn't have to go from start... That you could kind of ri- read no, bits I, and pieces, right? No, no, I'm reading the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't have the TV like, on uh, or anything? Yeah, Dick and Jane and Sally. And Did you have the TV <laughs> on? Uh, yeah, probably was. As a backdrop? It might have been. Yeah, probably. Okay. Wow. I just... We, we read. We Wasn't much on TV this weekend. I mean, there's, there's not God, much on TV. The one time I decide again, I've watched the Cubs now twice in the last 10 games, and they've lost both. I watched, I was, I mean, yesterday I was ready. I And Hendricks, I mean, he was great at the end. First two innings, though, he gives up six hits and three runs. Now, I think one of them shouldn't have been earned because the left fielder let the ball get behind him. But they couldn't hit. They didn't score. So I'm just going to stop watching them. I think oh, I'm a jinx. I'm just going to start because when I don't watch recently, they win. But yesterday, it just it was pathetic. But I mean, I like I said, I've been impressed. They're 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 in the race. They're not trading Billinger right now. They're in the race enough to where they're not going to do a fire sale. So we'll see. That's good. And the, it's not going to take a great record to win that division. I mean, the Brewers are what like seven eight games above 500, I think. Yeah, and we were w- up in Wisconsin, and uh, they were bemoaning the Brewers. Why? They're in first place. I know, but these, these they're not any good. Well, they're 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 okay. I mean, they're one of the better teams and the, they might be the best team in their division. God, it's not like the Brewer fans are Yankee fans. I mean, what are they they what are they used to? I mean to me if I'm a Brewer fan and my team's in first place, I'm happy. They no are matter. spoiled. From what though? They don't from what are the Brewers the ever Packers, done? Wisconsin, they're spoiled. Okay, all right. Um, the Packers have won two Super Bowls in the last 30 years. I know, but uh, Vince Lombardi. Yeah, but that was, I mean, pink. Just saying. The Stones were formed about the same time Vince Lombardi was. That was in the Vince 60s. Lombardi, Barry Alvarez. Uh, no, I mean, Barry, Barry was good, but Barry also retired almost 20 years ago. Uh, Bo uh, Ryan. 
Dick Bennett. I mean, when's the last time um, Wisconsin won a national title in basketball? Have they ever? They had a runner-up. Yeah, I'm just one runner-up. I yeah. mean, I mean, Iowa women. So now is this Iowa women? Anytime they're not in the final, they're going to start bitching. I don't get that. I to me, the only fans that could be like that are Yankee fans, and they are like that, and Patriot fans. And I'm they are like of, that. I'm trying to think of who else. Laker fans. Yeah. I mean, th- those are t- organizations that have been consistent throughout the decades. Whereas, I mean. Dodgers have been consistent. Dodgers are Dodgers are another one. They're nothing like the Yankees. Though. No, one. No, I mean, but I don't. I don't get these fan bases that act like they're spoiled, but they really, in the big scheme of things, haven't won a ton. Cardinals I mean, have been. Cardinals are pretty close. They're they're ones that yes. I mean, I mean, they're not the Yankees. They haven't no. won near as many World no. Series. But if I'm a Cardinal fan, I'm frustrated with this year. But sometimes, I mean, all the great te- organizations sometimes have some some down years and that's what's going on with St. Louis right now. Their pitching's not very good. No. Although it was yesterday. Was it? Yeah, I mean they shut them. I think it was didn't they I think they beat the Cubs 3 to nothing yesterday if I'm not mistaken. But Yuck. I didn't realize that the Wisconsin fans felt that Oh, pam- no, they're entitled. Pampered they're, and spoiled. I mean they think they're elite. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, Barry won 3 Rose Bowls. But has Wisconsin ever been in the college playoff? No. Well, oh. I didn't think they had. So, yeah, I mean, uh-huh. I think they need to settle down up there. <laughs> they should. I mean, they did. Isn't that where Culver's is from? Wisconsin? Yes. Maybe that's part of their. Yeah. Their. Culver's is good. Elitism. I'll say. No, Culver's is good. Good French fries. Yeah. And the dog liked the custard. I've never had their custard, but that's a big part. The custard was too sweet for me. But I was all fired up for dog. Popeye's, man. I was going to get their spicy chicken sandwich. But like I said, it just looked like slow death in that place. <laughs> And that worker, I, the best, though, was the kid on his cell phone. When he saw us walk in, he just did a U.E. Well, out. that's like you go to Menards here, and sometimes that happens. Like the whole place just clears. I went in there once looking for a battery for my, uh, for my uh, doorbell. And uh, I said, you know, where do you, where do you keep them? And all the guy did was raise his hand. And point? And point to the back of the store, <laughs> yeah. you know. And I was at the front of the store. It's a big store, kind of yeah, like back there. Same thing happens at Lowe's. The past few times I've been out at Lowe's, it's it's sometimes it's tough to find a worker. And the, the last time I was there, there was only one checkout line for the outside part, and there must have been fifteen people deep waiting. And they finally opened up another register. But yeah, those big places are some some seem woefully understaffed. Hello. Yeah, hey, Pat, you had TJ on a week ago or so, hey? Yes. Yeah. He, uh, his boy, Aiden, threw the pitch out for that uh, Cubbies in St. Louis game on Saturday. Got the first pitch out for promoting the Satan State oh, run. That's oh, wait, great. Cool. And, and, that, uh, that is cool. Oh, yeah, YouTube it up. A heck of I a will. Pitch, boy. boy stuck her right down the pipe. Ah, good. That is great to hear. I, thanks for the heads up on that. I'll check it out. But yeah, we had a really right, good interview thanks. with TJ. Yep, good guy. Yep. She's still there. So no, yeah. he's gone. Thanks for calling, though. I appreciate that. Okay, Don Geronimo's at the uh, Commanders. It's the Commanders. Uh, Washington. Camp. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he just got uh, his contract renewed last Monday from iHeart. He's on a radio station out there. Uh-huh. And he sees this gal out on the field. And he goes, hey, it's Barbie. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a good-looking chick. They didn't like that? Ah, they fired him. Barbie got pissed off. Who, by the way, if you go to her Facebook page, she refers to herself in a couple of posts as Barbie. Who are uh, we talking about? This sportscaster that worked for a station in D.C. And she calls herself Barbie? In a couple of her posts. Oh. So he called her Barbie. So, yeah, they canned him. Uh, Seems a little uh, thin-skinned. <laughs> well, they hired the guy to be edgy. Uh, edgy. He was, he was there for like in D.C. for almost 40 years. They know what they got. Yeah. He's been on the air for like the... Is Don Ger- I'm sure Don Geromino is not yeah. his real name, right? His name's probably like Jeff Smith. Michael Source. What's his real name? Michael Source. Michael Source. 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 I was going to say, it sounds Source. like something you get on the bottom of your feet. No. <laughs> Michael Source. Source. Yes. S-O-U-R-C-E? No, S-O-R-C-E. Okay, all right. But he changed it to Don Geronimo? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, he's, I just think that's just silly. Well, he didn't think Don Sitting Bull was fitting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he's been doing radio for all over almost 50 years. Yeah, yeah. Why do you yeah. think he ch- why, why did he change his name to Does he a, yell Geronimo when he goes on the no, air? No, but it's a great that's well, I find it's a great it's, name. It's silly. Well, <laughs> well, I wanted Molly to be Molly Cyrus, but she didn't she I think didn't Bitter Molly it. would be better for her. That should be her I really do like Bitter Molly. I think Bitter Molly and just have her be mean when she's on. <laughs> People call in and ask for a request and she tells them to like to shove it. And I'll tell you shove that request, you know where. <laughs> That would be a good shtick to have. So you did read my Ferentz column? That's my last thing from Big Ten Media Day. I pretty much sucked that thing dry. No, but what else are you going to get out of there? I mean, I thought that... Well, and I just thought Kirk's answer was, I mean, very heartfelt. and Yeah. And like I said, I mean, it just depends on what you write about. If some people will... They're all for criticizing Brian. Now, if I had written something questioning Kirk's stands on racism and the stuff that then those same fans would have been ripping me and defending Kirk. It all depends on what the narrative is, you know? And, and I do think that they've made a lot of strides since the racial stuff from the summer of 2020. I, I, I mean, I can't tell you if everything's fixed entirely, but I mean, and they're 24 and 11 in the three years since then, they've still been solid on the field yeah. and what have you. So, but no, when just listening to Kirk talk, it reminded me of like Bear Bryant and Joe, I mean, I don't know. You hate to use that's the, what they do. Well, and just Bear Bryant could not handle retirement. I'm not saying if Kirk retired, he'd be miserable. I don't think Kirk wants to find out what it would be like to be retired right now. And I think sometimes, since he is retirement age, we just assume that eventually. I mean, Kirk right now he says his job is invigorating. It gives him purpose and fulfillment and meaning. Because mm-hmm. he said he goes outside of sitting on my deck and having a beverage, a coffee, or a beer, and being with family. He doesn't have hobbies he doesn't golf he doesn't he doesn't do a lot outside of football the football part of it is huge for him and again yes i know the money helps you know the 7.5 million i think he's got enough money but that's the other thing and it's not like kurt couldn't have went somewhere else and made a lot of money the nfl would hire him to this day they'd still hire him and he did have a chance to were to be the head coach at Michigan and Penn State during different times. Somebody reached out and said, how do you know that? Because I do. I mean, I, they both would have hired Kirk at certain times. Back when Michigan was hiring guys like Brady Hogue, they, went, they made overtures at Kirk. Yeah. Penn State would have hired Kirk. There was a, a couple situations where the, he stayed here. 
So this money, like this is the only place where Kirk could make this kind of money, that's bullcrap. He could he could have made a lot of money elsewhere too. No, and if Kirk, when Kirk retires, you know, he's not going to re- completely get out of football. He'll be a, he'll See, be a that consultant. I don't know. Uh, that I don't. I, know. I just can't imagine. See, that I'm wouldn't. not sure. I agree with you. That's, really? I, I. But but I don't have anything to base that on. I. I don't know. I just don't think Kirk even wants to consider to even consider that right now. But maybe he would. I don't know. I guess I really haven't given that much thought. I don't see Kirk being a studio analyst and no. stuff like. I, I don't see him doing that. Although I think he could be pretty good. I think he'd be okay. Yeah. Kirk. Kirk can handle a crowd, but I just. Um, I and I knew and I did address the Brian situation in the column and i did mention that yes a cynic's going to say the 7.5 million makes it yes it does make it easier to stay i acknowledge that but i just don't think those are the only to me that's selling kirk a little short to say the only reason he's coaching is to coddle his son and money i well, see, I, and I don't i don't, I don't believe that's that. true i don't think that's true no i don't either but then i can also be critical in other things you know so but yeah but that's just well i mean our offensive output was horrible the last couple of years has been so completely substandard and most Coordinators would have been fired, and the reason Brian's not fired is because he's Kirk's son. I admit, I Don't believe sure, that. I, you believe sure, that, absolutely. And, but you can still compliment him in other areas. That's but just, I think, uh, but I think Kirk believes that the bulk of the problem is not Brian. But well, yeah, that's fine if he believes that. But most coaches would still have been fired. Oh they, yeah, they no, I, I, I'm not arguing about. I that. I mean, there's other places where maybe it wasn't the play calling; it was the, but um. Yeah, I mean, Brian, there's been a, I mean, there's, Brian's been given preferential treatment. And, you know, there is nepotism going on with Hawkeye football. I mean, uh, okay. son-in-law is the, and that's acknowledged. But you can, you can call that out, but also praise him in other areas is all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I have no vendetta against Kirk. I mean, no. I, no. I still respect Kirk in a lot of ways. Um, so, but yeah. Now, if he brings Mary in as, uh, you know, the uh, tight end coach, you know, then I, you might want to. Question I don't see that happening, but if she produces, what if she comes in and <laughs> and Lachey and Eric all both make first team All Big Ten? So, but and I think the other reason I think Kirk obviously has Mary's blessing to keep coaching. Yeah, oh, I mean right, I think evidently. they like the lifestyle that it gives him and it well, gives sure. the family. And yes, the money does come in handy. I will admit that. But he could make money. He could have made a lot of money elsewhere. Is all I'm saying. Oh, for sure. And I still think if Kirk decided, you know, I'm done with college. Um, after this year, even at 69, I think some NFL teams would hire. I do too. I think they'd hire him in a heartbeat, and I think he knows that. So yeah. that's all I was saying. Well, why don't we take a quick break, and we'll be back 40? with more Hawks. Yeah. 1-800-800-ROSE. 1-800-800-ROSE. Your FTD florist is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. one 800-800-ROSE. It's so easy. Just remember one number. 1-800-800-ROSE. Your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE. Remember. For a gift that your loved one will treasure for a lifetime, find it at our family-owned jewelry store in Iowa City, Pertine and Stocker Jewelers. We can show you diamond engagement rings, colored stones, fashion jewelry, and watches. Our jewelers are on site, so we can design jewelry for that special person in your life. We are Hertine and Stocker, serving Iowa City and the surrounding area for three generations. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, downtown Iowa City, and HertineandStockerJewelers.com. As for Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate, one of us is always there. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. 
Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. Bump's Restaurant, located at Finkbine Golf Course off Melrose Avenue in Iowa City, is your pre-game and post-game destination for all Iowa sporting events. Bump's Restaurant is a unique experience that features perfectly cooked, juicy half-pound certified Angus burgers, hickory-smoked barbecue meats, a variety of fresh salads, and creative appetizers. Food is more than just food. It's a celebration, like a Hawkeye victory. Present your University of Iowa sporting event ticket from that day's event and receive 5% off. Bump's Restaurant offers delivery through DoorDash, live music Fridays from 6 to 8 p.m., and 35 unique craft beers. Lunch and dinner is served from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m., Monday through Saturday, and Sunday brunch from 10 to 2. Full menu options, reservations, and private event information are online at finkbine.com. Make it Bump's Restaurant, barbecue, burgers, and beer. You're going to like this. Deary Ford's 13th anniversary sale means huge discounts with invoice pricing on all new in-stock vehicles all month long. Plus, get top market value for your trade. If you don't need it, don't want it, can't afford it, we want it. Sedans, coupes, SUVs, vans, trucks, we want it all. At Deary Ford in Iowa City, if you've got a trade, you've got a deal. Hurry in for the 13th anniversary sale at Deary Ford in Iowa City. Stop in or shop online at Deary Ford. GT Car, owner of Supel's Building and Remodeling, has been offering unmatched service and quality for over 25 years. The trained professionals at Supel's Building and Remodeling will install and guarantee the products used in any job, no matter how big or small. They also stand behind their work and offer no-nonsense, exceptional customer service, from design to completion and beyond. Whether it's a simple window replacement or a major house addition, you'll have the confidence that Supel's Building and Remodeling is committed to quality. Visit Supel's.net or call them today at 319-337-2246. When you go to a family restaurant, you want three things. One, a wide selection of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items. Two, you want those selections to be affordable and delicious. And three, you want to be treated like family. You get all three at the Midtown Family Restaurant. Breakfast items available anytime the doors are open. Legendary tenderloins, onion rings, and hot roast beef sandwiches. And special ribeye and shrimp nights. Daily specials at each location. And no matter if you're coming in solo or with a group of 20, you get the same special family treatment. The Midtown Family Restaurants at Court and Scott Streets and at the Walmart Plaza on Highway 1 West. Follow them on Facebook or at MidtownFamily.com. The family's waiting for you. Car won't go into gear? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair, in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs, brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventative maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't go into gear, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. 
Diamond Dental offers a full range of general and cosmetic dentistry as well as dental treatment options for snoring and sleep apnea. It's never too early to start thinking about what's best for your smile. Schedule an appointment today by calling 319-390-3703 or visiting the office at 5815 Consul Street Northeast, Suite D1 in Cedar Rapids. You can also visit DiamondDentalPC.com for more information. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental team provide superior care for your entire family. The Sanctuary Pub in downtown Iowa City has been a fixture since 1972 and still features a classic menu such as the classic shepherd's pie, handcrafted pizzas, and craft beers and cocktails. The Sanctuary Pub is known for its warm and cozy atmosphere. That's the perfect place to spend time with family and friends while enjoying live music. Support great local food with socially distanced dine-in, carry-out, and delivery through Chomp Delivery. The Sanctuary Pub is located at 405 South Gilbert Street. Full menu options are online at SanctuaryPub.com. Come experience the Sanctuary Pub. You won't ever want to leave. On an athletic team, you need team players, good athletes, superior equipment, and the best coaches available. In real estate, you need to have a good title and settlement team at your disposal. Hi, this is Steve Anderson. Whether you're buying, selling, or refinancing, you need quality title and settlement services. Consider the team at Hawkeye Title. Give us a call at 351-8600. Hawkeye Title and Settlement, the team you love, the people you trust. Are you tired of living in a home that doesn't quite meet your needs? Then it's time to call the experts at Streets Maintenance. Their team of skilled professionals specializes in renovations and remodeling, transforming your home into the space you've always dreamed of. From kitchen bath remodels to complete home renovations, no job is too big or too small. Streets Maintenance will work with you every step of the way to ensure your vision becomes a reality. So don't wait any longer. Call Streets Maintenance to schedule your consultation at 400-4483. Let's start building your dream home today. The Oxyok Inn Sunday Brunch is back. Still offering so many choices of fresh entrees, homemade salads, waffles, egg choices, pastries, three tiers of desserts, make your own Bloody Marys, and much more. Serve nine until one, such a great value. See you this Sunday. Oxyokin, where you'll always leave happy. The From the Hurtin and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurtin and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making With your Iowa City forecast, I'm Corey Hartman. For today, look for sunny skies and a high near 86. Tonight, partly cloudy, a low of 65. Mostly sunny with a high of 87 on your Tuesday. For Tuesday night, slight chance of a shower or thunderstorm, otherwise mostly cloudy and 68. Wednesday, chance of showers, 83. Thursday, mostly sunny with a high near 89. 88 and sunshine for Friday. That's weather on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. It's 73 at our studios. KCJJ Weather, brought to you by Plum Supply. Plum Supply, kitchens and baths, your home never looks so beautiful. 
We are, we are back. We're back. Are we? Back. God, I picked up my phone today, and the bluebird has been replaced by that stupid white X with the black background. The guy puts up this Jeez. damn light, and it's shining in the people's. And now the city's doing something about it, right? Well, they want to. Well, yeah, you know he the didn't city have is. any permit. You know what the city is? Oh, they're woke. Yeah, they're 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 messing with Elon, the genius, the genius. Well, somebody's just got to take a, a rifle. The yeah. pillar of. They, <laughs> they, I love the ones. Who, well, I I'm Shoot back the on damn light out. Elon is he is a pillar of freedom of speech. <laughs> he muzzles people that he that don't yeah. say things about him that he yeah. considers flattering. He's not about free speech. He's all about himself. Yeah. Yep. Well, if somebody put up a sign like that, and it can't. Well, that time I lived on Sandusky, and the neighbors behind well, me. That was a good street name, huh? Yeah, yeah. They sh- uh, they had lights, uh, and they pointed them right at our window, for no reason. And so I went out there. The woman was out there, and I said, "It's coming in our bedroom window," and I just pushed the light so it showed her yard. Maybe and, they wanted uh, to watch the action. I was going to say maybe they heard what. <laughs> They, she put it back again. America's playground. And so, and I said, "Why do you keep putting it back? You're, we can't sleep at night. It's coming right in our window." Sounds like, have you seen the movie Lakeview Terrace with Samuel L. Jackson? Uh. Uh-uh. That was part of. He was shining his lights into the neighbors' windows. Well, I went out there with a ball bat, <laughs> and that that was the end of the light. Then, so then she put up uh, some stationaries, but she couldn't make. So it. you threatened a lady with a ball bat. No, I broke the light. Oh, you broke the light. Okay. Yeah. Why was she... Statute of limitations. I haven't lived there since 2000. Did she want to just mess with you? Why? Yes. Why? She was mean, and she pointed her gutters in our yard uh, instead of having them go off into the street. She pointed them into our yard. Yeah. I don't know why. That's weird. I have no idea I'm why. I'm lucky I have nice neighbors. Yeah. She was a bitch. Us too. Yeah. No, I lucked out neighbors. Well, I get, we got Anita across the street from us is great, and the woman on the side that won't trim her trees and peeps having perpetual garage sales has never talked to me, and I've lived there since 2005. You know, we did some, <laughs> some cul-de-sac garage sales, you know, yeah. four, you know, four hours, and we made maybe, you know, $61 in a quarter. It isn't worth it. God, I'm trying to think, what would I sell? I mean, I'd probably lose money in a garage sale. I'd have to pay people to take the stuff away. I mean, the time you have to put into it, getting everything set up, it just isn't even close to being worth it. And then you have a bunch of dickheads coming in and say, I'll give you 10 cents for it. Well, no, we have it priced at a dollar. Well, remember when we started the auctions? Yeah, they tried to talk us down on the auctions, and we got. Fa- That's another reason we cut down the time to it, because mm-hmm. you know we want. Uh, here's a fifty dollars certificate. We want twenty dollars for. I'll give you nine dollars. <laughs> Wasn't even an even number. But I missed the little. I missed the little blue birdie. <laughs> it's, this this X thing is just stupid. Stupid. Well, I am. I am officially off Twitter. I can't get into unsubscribe or whatever it is that you do, because they make they want me to change my password, and I'm not going to. And it was divisive before he took it over, oh, but it's, it's a mess. so much more divisive now. I'm the blue check marks. You can almost guarantee they're right wing Elon worshippers because he's pushing the narratives they want pushed. Well, except for the Sarah Huckabee one, which uh, if Geronimo would have saw it, that would have got him fired. 
says uh, Sarah Huckabee looks like Uncle Fester in drag. And who tweeted that? Okay, was that a right wing person that tweeted that? I I doubt it. I doubt it. Because I mean, a right wing. I mean, I've actually seen arguments where people are southern saw, sister resistor. Oh no, that's oh the, boy. Yeah, I saw a Twitter exchange between someone on the right saying explaining why Marjorie Taylor Greene was more attractive than AOC. Yep. I mean, I don't. I if I mean, just take the politics out of it. There's no comparison. But that's how just programmed some people are. Since she supports their political views, by God, she's better. I mean, that shows you some of the juvenile conversations that take place on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, AOC is beautiful. I mean, yeah, I, no, no question. I don't agree with all her politics. She's a little f- left for me. And Margie Taylor Greene is not beautiful. I mean, and, and no, I mean, she's not a gargoyle. She's but. close. Yeah, she ain't great. <laughs> no, she's. Clo- I mean, I. I <laughs> yeah, she's close. I mean, she's her. not. And I'm not saying that because she's a right wing nut job. I'd say <laughs> it if she was. Le- she looks. I mean, I. She, like I said, she looks like she used to be Dog the Bounty Hunter and has been grooming. I'll, I'll disagree with you guys on that. I think she's okay. Now, the other, the wacko from Colorado, she's more attractive. Than, um, Mar- yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene just, I mean, like said, she just, he, Gal from Colorado. Take, what's her name? What yes, take the other side. Yeah. He's defending Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> I, don't, I just don't think she's unattractive. Oh, you, so you think she's... I'm not... So you actually think she's attractive? I didn't say that, oh, but I don't think... Lord. I think she's a pretty average-looking person. She's not a gargoyle. Oh, I didn't say she was a gargoyle. I just... just she's See, just, this would have got Geronimo fired. So you're talking about Lauren Boebert. <laughs> she's yeah, sexier that, than... I mean, they're both just complete nut jobs, but <laughs> Lauren Boebert's at least more attractive, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. In kind of a dirty, skanky way. Yeah, yeah white trash way. Yeah. 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 But Marjorie Taylor Greene, every time I looked her... It every... took her three times to get her GED. Yeah. yeah. And she's a grandmother at 35 and proud of it. But Lauren Boebert is. I think, I think isn't her 16-year-old son going to be a father? And they're like celebrating. Yeah, and then she's dating her minister now. She's... <laughs> it's like I said. It's like the audience from Jerry Springer's show. It kind of sounds like it. It's kind of what it reminds me it of. It really is. And I never knew those people were. But that one from Erie who said, kill them all, and then the announcer agreed with him, and then the announcer half an hour later, somebody must have said, hey, that wasn't a real good look on there. Even though, yes, we are far-right extremists and we're completely whack jobs, you don't want to be on the air saying, kill them all. And so he tried to backtrack. what, he, But he knew exactly what this guy was yeah. saying. So maybe we should have uh, the women in our audience call in and say who the attractive uh, candidates are for the men. And who they're well, gonna? Well, it ain't Robert Kennedy Jr. No. Oh, I've seen women who think he's attractive. I mean, the guy's in shape. I mean, his—he's contorted. Yeah, but he's in good shape. I, I mean, you can't. I mean, he's—he's he's better looking than Trump and Biden at this stage. I'll give him that. Not, not what about not, Chris Christie. Well, yeah. Chris Christie's just fat. I mean, I mean, I don't know what he. It's hard. And he pulls his pants way up high, and he wears big white button-down shirts that are huge. He looks like if he if you lifted him up, he'd float away. But he does. He pulls his pants up to his boobs. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And I think that's because he's heavy. And he's acknowledged that he's had a weight problem. He's, you know, he's been, and some people do, you know. But if that's the only thing you can attack him on, and that's what Trump will do when they're on stage together. But, yes, he's got a weight problem. He's obese. And you hope he can lose weight just for his health. I mean, he's heavy enough to where, I mean, that's got to be a health risk for him, don't you think? He's a big man. Yeah. Good-sized yeah. good dude. 
But that debate on the 23rd, assuming the orange god shows up, Christie's going to go, I will watch that. Uh, won't you watch that? I'll watch that just for the entertainment. If, if Christie and Trump are on the same stage, I don't know. I'll Is watch it just that. those two? Oh, or? no, it'll be all 13 of them, including Ramaswamy. I'll watch all of that. That'll, be, that'll just be for entertainment. I don't know. I'm not... I... But that, what's it's, her name, Monica Crowley, who is a some, I think she's done something in journalism. I don't know, she's some hot blonde on Twitter, I think worked at Fox or something. She took, there's a picture of Biden sitting with his, with his wife at the beach this weekend, and there's nobody around him. And she puts a picture up and put tweets out, if this was Trump, there'd be swarms of people around him. I mean, how disingenuous and stupid can you be? I mean, I'm sure if MAGA could be next to a shirtless Trump on the beach bowing and praying to him, they would. But so the Secret Service isn't going to allow that. No. They're the ones who clear that area. So, I mean, but that's what we're dealing with, though. There's so much just crap and disingenuous takes I, on Twitter. I, I'm just amazed, Souter, that you... Defended you Marjorie Taylor a, Well, you have a bar, and they're either a gargoyle... <laughs> or they're okay. No, I think Marjorie <laughs> Taylor Greene is, an, is a, 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 you know, I find that an stunning. average looking person. I'm, I'm stunned I don't think by she's that. I'm only. stunned by that, Tom. I'm sorry. I'm, well, you don't have to apologize. I just no, didn't, I think you have to I apologize. No, your statement was she's not a gargoyle. Well, and she's not. I didn't say she was okay. a gargoyle. What do you think, uh, uh, Huckabee Sanders? No, Mar- Marjorie's <laughs> more. Tra- Marjorie, I'll give that. She's more attractive than Huckabee. But God, <laughs> oh, that's, good lord! That's like. That's, well, she is just Sarah is just a moron. That bar is so low; it's below the ground. <laughs> you know, I, I just can't help. Back to the Hawks. I, <laughs> I can't help contrast. You know, Jen Psaki when she was the press secretary versus uh, the secretaries that Trump had. You know, I mean, it was just such she was the really contrast. Good. It was incredible. And I think Jen Psaki's kind of cute. Oh, absolutely. There's just something about her. I and mean, she, now, I also think Kaylee McEnany's gorgeous. She's very yes. good on, uh, on uh, MSNBC. No, no, Jen, no, Jen Psaki is, she's is very really impressive. smart. Yeah, she's, and she's cute. I'm yeah. not normally into redheads, but there's just something about her. She's just got sort of a, a persona, an aura to her. But don't you admit Kaylee McEnany's a very oh, sure. attractive? She's of gorgeous. But no, I thought she was a miserable See, president. And I don't, I don't, oh, I think Kaylee McEnany's beautiful. I don't think so. But I just, I mean, I don't. Gargoyle? No, not a gargoyle. Oh, <laughs> now, didn't. don't you think Kaylee's more attractive than um, than <laughs> Dog the Bounty Hunter? Meanwhile, yes. Meanwhile, Geronimo lost his job for saying somebody was a Barbie. And we're going, do you think she's a gargoyle? Well, you own the station. What are you going to fire yourself? Don't tempt him. And have either one of you guys... I was thinking about it. When are you guys going to the Barbie movie? Because you you will go to the Barbie movie. Oh, I'll I'll see it. I I may not go to the theater. My son, uh, they went and and seen it. Did they like it? Yeah. What's it about? She comes into the real world, and she's got to deal with the real world is ken with her uh i would imagine I, he didn't film me any he just said it was a good movie he said I, aren't there a, the a number really of different cans and i don't know uh, different barbies as well i have no idea yes i didn't all i, I know uh, is they, in, they he said the kids really enjoyed it and he enjoyed it what's it was, the plot though i mean what that I, she comes into, the real, world. into the real world and, well she's fighting with the uh, guy from mattel 
the head of Mattel, who's played by uh, Will Ferrell. I bet he's good in his part. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, yeah, I have no. Inter- to be a, I have no interest in seeing it, yeah. but if it's one of those things where if I'm surfing and see it on HBO a year from now, maybe I'll give it ten minutes and see if it does something. Yeah, That's usually I'll, what I do. I'll watch it on TV. Last night I was surfing at ten o'clock, and what came on? Or no, at eight o'clock. My cousin Vinny, just out of the blue, TBS. Yeah. Well, on. I'm not gonna. You know that other one, Oppenheimer. Oh, I want to see that. That's three hours. Well, so I mean, if it's good, who cares? Deer Hunter's almost four. Yeah, Ben Hur was what five. Ben Hur was about four. four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We they showed us Ben Hur in uh, in grade school. I mean, the wedding scene from the Deer Hunters an hour and a half. Jesus, I mean that's a really long movie. But yeah, if they're good movies, I can watch them. But I prefer a movie to be about two hours. To me, that's the perfect length. Yeah, like The Fugitive. That's two hours of just nonstop entertainment. But no, I've know a couple of people that went to Oppenheimer, and they said it was Dallas said it's the best movie he's ever seen. So wow, we'll see. Like I said, I might I might go see that at a theater, yes. but it'll be available. I, I've heard some negatives about Oppenheimer that about, it was about what way too long. Okay, I mean, yeah, three hours for some people is too long. Yeah, but yeah. I'm obviously interested in. But the they're song. both successful. Yeah, so. Wouldn't that be cool if it's uh, Barbie meets Oppenheimer in a movie? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like Alien versus Predator. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Godzilla versus Mothra. She, she fights. She fights the atomic bomb. Man, there's a bunch of Godzilla movies that are up and down on my channel. Just all four or five different Godzilla yeah. movies. Yeah. And there's and there's one of them where it ends and he's walking away back into the ocean and some little girl kind of gives him a thumb. You know, it's like they had yeah. like they were. F- Friends with Godzilla. They were. Yeah. And then I, I did watch well, that. Do you mo- find Godzilla attractive? <laughs> More than Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> Godzilla's got a nice smile. But I find, But I find AOC very attractive. <laughs> sure. Don't, it has nothing to do with her politics. I mean, I, don't you find her attractive, AOC? Sure. I think she's beautiful. But you can look at the... You can, the problem with some people is they can't separate politics from... How they form their opinions, they just can't. Whereas I, politics means nothing when you're ranking beauty. <laughs> Godzilla versus Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> I would watch that. No, I did watch the end. the The movie that you guys both said was okay, King Kong and Godzilla teaming yeah. up to. It was okay. I yeah. watched. Yeah, yeah. I, I. It was okay, and you could see there was a mutual respect at the end. And then King Kong looks at the young girl and says, "I'm going home," you know. And then he goes back. It was okay. I mean, um, I didn't think it was a tour de force or anything. But, no, it was good. But I think. Well, what the hell do you? What do you want? <laughs> Godzilla versus King Kong. No, they were not. And they had to they, team up. They well, had to team up because yeah. that mechanical thing yeah. was going to beat them if they didn't. Yeah. And they saved mankind. <laughs> they did. And then Godzilla just walks back into the ocean and goes away. Yeah. You can see him. And then King Kong goes and swings yeah. back to his home. Pretty solid. Didn't Good think, review. You didn't think it was a tour de force. <laughs> but we got to be careful because remember, you remember what happened. <laughs> And I'll, we've talked about this on the radio. I thought when Gary Bar, or not Gary, but when Gary Dolphin got suspended for the King Kong, I thought that was a complete Stupid. overreaction. Of course it was. Well, that was a complete yeah. overreaction. I that didn't was think so that stupid. was racial or anything. I didn't think it was racial. I didn't. You know, no, I, it's King Kong. It wasn't. I think it's racial to make the connection. Yeah. I mean, he was. He was. King Kong is big and strong, and 
That's what he was saying. And I just thought that I thought that no. was just one of the dumbest suspensions I've ever heard. So bye bye Gary Barda. Yeah, he's done. Done. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, welcome to the Beth Getz era. Remember Bernard Getz? Yes. <laughs> Remember him? It's just, it's just. Well, same last name. I'm not saying they're yeah. related. <laughs> no, I don't think they are. <laughs> Imagine if Bernard, Bernard Getz was the Iowa AD. <laughs> Some people like it. Oh, I'm sure they probably would. Yeah. He's not. Is he still alive? Not Bar. Is it Bar? It's not Bernard. Isn't it's, it? I thought it was Bernard. Was it, was it Bernard? Or was it, I thought it was maybe. Was it Bernard? I, I, I think that's right. You remember what I'm talking about? Yeah. He shot the kids on the. Yeah. They yeah. were messing with him and. But yeah, no. Beth now is well. She's the interim. I still think she's going to end up getting the job. I, I might. I mean, obviously they have to go through protocol and and interview candidates and what have you. Yeah, but he's I, still alive. Is he okay? I, 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 and I think she'll be a. From what I've read, and I think she'll be fine. I think she'll do a good job. And, and I've said should. this before. I don't think it'll hurt having a woman's perspective running that program. Not at all. After what they've been through. I Not think it will all. really be a, I think it'll be a good decision moving forward. Well, she's got a great track record. She does. And Extensive. Yes. She's done all sorts. She's done fundraising. She's hired. She's done it all. And the fact that she's here, too, gives her an advantage. She's already here. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. But obviously, you got to interview other people. Well, you're getting some updates on, is it, is it Bernard? Says, yeah, 75. He's 75 years old. Yeah. God, when did that happen? Was that in the 80s? 84. 84. That happened almost wow. 40 years ago. So he was 30? Yeah. <laughs> he had to pay uh, the family of one of them uh, $40 million. So, well, obviously he didn't do that. He didn't have No, to, but Those I mean, lawsuits are so... Well, he can't do anything forever. Well, no, I know, but I think it's funny when you're asking a guy with yeah. no... Yeah. I mean, $40 million lawsuit, it would be different if you were suing Roger Waters or somebody who actually had that kind of money. But weren't they harassing him on the subway trying to steal trying to steal from him? And he shot him? That's what he said. That's what he said. The yeah. vigilante. The subway yeah. vigilante. Yeah. That's, that's what he was. That's what he was. God, I can't believe that's been almost 40 years. That's crazy. Wow. All right, now we better get crazy. back. Crazy. Well, we haven't drifted too far from the Hawks. They're always there. They're within grabbing distance. <laughs> they, they, they lead us back on track. Well, football practice starts tomorrow. It does start tomorrow, and then we've got uh, media day on the 11th, and then kids day on the 12th, and then after that, then it's really locked down after that. We don't get anything until the Tuesday before the home opener. I wish it was a little bit more of an exciting home opener, opponent-wise. I, I mean... I don't know. I, I think I'm, I'm well, okay. Well, you like the easy wins. And well, just to, I, to get things flowing. I just much to, rather have them playing like in Arizona or in Arizona State or a, just some... But that's just me. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, Utah State, I don't believe they're very good. No, probably Western, not. I mean, I... And like I said, I've, I've, I've had my full of nothing against the MAC, but God, if I could live another 100 years and not see Iowa play another MAC team, I... I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm Northern Illinois out. Well, for I'm sure. Western, Eastern. I'm all. Yeah, uh, all I'm just, of them. Uh, I just would rather. Now they do have the Ohio, the Iowa State game in Ames. That'll be a tough challenge. I don't think it's a. I mean, I, I've had some Iowa fans who think that's just a for sure win. I don't believe that at all. No. At all. I mean, they lost at home to them last year. Well, last year that was so ridiculous, and the Illinois game was ridiculous. Well, Illinois was good. I mean, I uh, Illinois is good. But I the mean, game was ridiculous. There's some people picking Illinois to win the West. Yeah, I know. I mean, Illinois might have the best defensive line in the Big Ten. 
I mean, they are good. Now they got to get play at quarterback. Same thing with Iowa State. We don't know what to expect from Iowa State with quarterback because there's been so many rumors out there that they may have some problems at quarterback. Hello. Hello. What do you predict that Iowa will do in football? Nine and three, eight and four. If they go nine and three, I think they win the West, and that would have them Who beating Wisconsin. Who do you Wisconsin. think they'll lose to? At this stage, it's I, I I don't know at this stage. I just think they'll lose through. Well, on the, on paper, the toughest ones are at Penn State and at Wisconsin, perhaps. And at Nebraska is not going to be easy. not at all. They beat us last year. I mean, those two. I would Penn State would probably be one. Wisconsin would probably be one. But I think if they go nine, and, I could see them and Wisconsin both going nine and three, six and three, and whoever wins that game goes and represents the West. That's what I think it's going to come down to. How many of the Big Ten teams have new coaches? Well, four in the four west. in the west, and the east. I don't believe, don't think anybody. I don't think anybody. So you think that, uh, and, and this should be our easiest year, schedule wise. Easiest year for what? well between the, this year and next year. Well, yeah, those are the only schedules that are yeah. that we can look. I at. I mean, I don't know if yeah, this is the easiest year ever. USC and UCLA in there, then it's. Supposed to be a Well, there's a chance McNamara won't be. I mean, my guess is McNamara hopes to play well enough this year to where he can have a chance to make in the NFL. I, I would think so. Now, he may never be good enough to play in the NFL. He's not real tall. He's not a lock to play in the NFL, so we'll see. But, yeah, no, I think you got to take advantage of this last year with divisions because once the divisions are gone, it's going to be so much harder for teams like Iowa to win the Big Ten. Way so harder. they won't have any divisions. They'll just be the top two who will play each other. Well, as of, as of right now, as of right now, I think eventually they're going to get quads, and I think Probably they're going to. Tr- yeah. I think they would like to ideally have twenty teams, and then either four or five team quads, or five, four, whatever. But I think that's their long term goal. But those, they still got to do it. And how many more years do you think it'll be before they grab more teams into the Big Ten? I think in the next one, one to three years. I think in one to three years, we'll know exactly where the Big Ten's going to be. I, I know that's kind of a big window, but it's hard to say. I mean, I think within well, there's three, a lot of action going I, on. I mean, right the now. Pac-12 has fallen apart. I mean, Colorado left for the Big Twelve, yeah. and I think eventually Oregon, Washington, and Stanford will join the Big Ten. That's my prediction. I don't have anything to base it on, uh, uh, but that's and then uh, then they'll try hard to get Notre Dame to be that twentieth team. How many teams does the SEC have? Was it six? Sixteen. Sixteen. I, I believe. Sixteen. Is it sixteen or is it fourteen? With o- I think it's 16. With Oklahoma, but with Oklahoma, is that including that, Oklahoma, I, Texas? Yeah, I okay. think that gets I believe that's 16. Oklahoma and Texas. I um, think so. I'll, have, I'll double check. I mean, I'm not going to bet large well, chunks the, of money on the, it. But. Pack, no, because we're wrong the, a lot with stuff like this. We are. What's the that? The Pac-12 is falling apart. Well, the Big 12 is gaining, but they're also losing. Mm-hmm. Well, the Big 12 lost their two big guns, so yeah. they're not going to be able to get anybody to replace, the, you know, Colorado – Coming into the the Big Twelve doesn't change, does not really help doesn't, their doesn't cover Oklahoma. It, yeah, there's fourteen right now: Vanderbilt, Texas A&M, Florida, Missouri, LSU, Mississippi State, Kentucky, Old Miss, South Carolina, Alabama, Auburn, Tennessee, Arkansas, and Georgia. So when you add the two, that'll be sixteen. Okay. And the ACC, that's how big that. Uh, I don't. I, don't I have. I'll look it up. Why don't you tell Karin what you had for dinner last night, Tom? I'll bet Karin had some uh, baked chicken, green beans, and um, applesauce. Well, I didn't have that, but that sounds okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
What'd you have then? 14 in the ACC. For, for a win for yesterday? Yeah. I had steak, potatoes, mm. um, green beans, and ice cream. Sounds delicious. <laughs> That's exactly what Andy ordered when wow. they went to the big city. <laughs> wow. Okay, guys. Well, we'll talk to you later. Thanks, Carl. Right. One of my you favorite scenes in Andy Griffith is when they go to the big city and he orders a steak, potato. It's a, they're at a French restaurant and they all the menus in French. And Barney didn't want to let on that he didn't know French, so he just points to two things on the menu. They turned out to be snails and um, what's what's that? Es- it was escargot. Escargot. Snails, snails and brains. Yeah. So Barney was eating snails and brains, and Andy was eating a steak. Got a steak. When something. Shane was little, he loved escargot. That's snails, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Shane, we love you. Mom's got things for you to do, and she did have things for him. That was part of the problem. Hello. Isn't the SEC um, courting Florida State and Clemson? Possibly. I mean, I, I, there's been so much. I mean, they could be. I mean, I haven't read anything specifically lately about that, but nothing would surprise me. Thanks. No, no I wouldn't be surprised. No, I mean, nothing. I mean, I, I could see someday the Big Ten and the SEC having 20 teams each. Yep. And so, yeah, I don't – I mean, this landscape is changing so fast, it's hard to predict where we'll be one or two years from now. Hello. Hey, Pat, do you have any thoughts on, like, how much longer the contract is between NBC and Notre Dame? Oh, I – let me – Well, they haven't finalized – Anything yet, so, Captain? You're going to Google that? Yeah. I don't know off the top of my head. I didn't think they had finalized an agreement. Well, yet. they've got a contract, obviously, with NBC right now, but I don't know how long it lasts, and I don't believe there's anything for the long-term future. Right. And Notre Dame had requested a pretty big jump. Well, yeah, because Notre Dame is not making as much money with their exclusivity as they would in the Big okay. Ten. Uh, right? Notre Dame currently receives twenty-six million. That's- uh, from NBC and its ACC agreement. That's peanuts. Sources say the school should accept, should expect rather, about sixty million under a new contract. Okay, um, that would put them up there with the Big Ten team. And the uh, contract expires after the twenty twenty four college football season. So yeah, that's going to be an interesting negotiation. So do you think that puts them in play for the Big Ten though? Once that contract. Because, you know, we're already seeing big – isn't the Big Ten now on NBC as well? Oh, um, is the Big Ten on NBC? No. No, no it's no. on – no, I don't uh, believe that's big one of the – Big Ten's on Fox. But when USC and UCLA join, I've read where the that yearly payout to the teams could be up to 80, 90 yeah. million a yeah. year. They want from NBC uh, 65 to 75 million. But NBC, I don't think – I don't know if they'll pay that. do that. And, well, NBC... and in fairness, I'm a huge Notre Dame fan, obviously, but Notre Dame to me – does it really have that leverage anymore? It hasn't won a national title uh, since 1988. Well, and, and the ratings uh, They're not great. are not great. They're okay. But I think Notre Dame eventually is going to have to swallow its pride and go to the Big Ten. That's what I think will happen. I hope they do. I'd love to see that. Me too. Be, I just want to see Iowa play Notre Dame one time. If they played over at Notre Dame, I would make that trip oh. just to go, number one, to be in that stadium, and number two, to watch Iowa play them. Yep, and then we good luck write, getting a, a reasonably priced ticket. And then we'd write stories leading up to that game about Evashevsky and because he hated because the fainting. I remember like, absolutely yeah. the speech. What the speech he made when he got the, back the to Iowa Grantland City? Grantland Rice. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because how he got gypped at Notre Dame. Yeah. So y'all, I'm with you, caller. I would definitely like to see Notre Dame join the Big Ten. 
All right. You guys have a good rest of your day. Go you on. too. Thanks. And yeah. I've been asked, if, if what do you think if Iowa was playing Notre Dame, who would you cheer for? I mean, I wouldn't cheer for any. I mean, I would try to be objective, but deep down in my heart and soul, I would cheer, would hope that Iowa wins. I don't know any of those Notre Dame players. Yeah. I've never covered Notre Dame. My dad played at Notre Dame 75 years ago. <laughs> you know, I would cheer for these Iowa guys. I mean, I Logan Lee, I mean, I know these guys. They're, I've know, These Iowa football players, you get to know them over the years. They're really good guys. I mean, Joe Evans, I mean, Joe Evans is one of the nicest guys. Deontay Craig, another great guy. I, I, I feel somewhat of a personal attachment to the Iowa football team because that's who I cover. I would, deep down, I would want Iowa to win. Big Ten's going to be on uh, CBS, yes, first game. Uh, NBC, mostly on Peacock. Okay. Uh, and, and Fox. The thing is, Fox owns the Big Ten network, and Fox, even when it's on NBC or CBS, Fox will get a percentage of uh, the income of the advertising. That's only for like, uh, that's not a long-term deal. No, though. no. No, but they'll get a wherever uh, the Big Ten goes, Fox will get a percentage of the income. I don't think you're going to see many long-term deals anymore, just because right. everything is so fluid. I think you're people exactly want flexibility right. see, to be able to adjust to what's happening around them. Well, and and this Peacock thing, if you know the, the Hawkeyes, whatever team doesn't do that well, they're going to end up oh, on that's, Peacock. That's the, and that's the you, motivation. And if you want to see them, you're going to have to pony least, up yeah. six and six. Seven and, and five, Iowa's on Peacock. And they're not, it, it, there's a question whether, you know, you can get Peacock without, you know, with commercials mm -hmm. or without commercials. And I don't know whether, I think you're going to have to pay a premium to see the sports. Do you think Ohio Peacock. State's worried about being on the Peacock network? <laughs> no. <laughs> did you see that defense, um, some, I think he's a defensive back. He did his press conference and, and he came in with a, Michigan bag. I guess he was down to Ohio State and Michigan. He came in with a Michigan bag, and then he pulled the Ohio State hat out of the Michigan bag and came in, and everyone went crazy. What a douche. That, well, that's just the world we live in. I mean, the guy who committed to Iowa down in Texas, he did the hat thing, too. Yeah. And he touched all the other hats before he... That's just some kids... That's what they like to do, and I would prefer that they don't, but they are kids. But well, bringing in the Michigan bag it's, and then pulling out Ohio State, yeah, I, I think thought, that's a I thought that was a low ridiculous. blow, but that's just the world we live in now. Yeah, it, I know. it made an impression on social media, and and people loved it. But, yeah, I would prefer I mean, that they not do the hat tricks, but that's been going on for a while. True, but I don't, I don't have to like it sober off. Hey. But he does like Marjorie Taylor Greene. Sure he does. Yeah. Yeah, sure he does. Well, she's not a gargoyle. No, she's. I've yeah. said she's Lenny Dykstra in drag. <laughs> That's what I've said. She. I mean. I, I mean. She. And she. You have to admit it. I'm not just saying. She does look like Dog the Bounty Hunter, don't you? Yes. I mean, I've seen. Yeah. On Twitter, their their profiles next to. Yeah. They look like they could be brother and sister or father. Well, if you look at Uncle Fester, the Jackie Coogan Uncle Fester, and you look at. Uh, at uh, Sarah Huckabee, Huckabee Sanders. Sanders, it's it's uncanny. I mean, it, and didn't one of her brothers kill a dog? Yeah, at some like Boy Scout camp or something like that. Yeah, it, this, these people are not trash people. They really are. You know, I mean, how can you kill a freaking dog? I don't know. Why don't you ask that son of a bitch in the NFL? Who Michael Vick? Michael Vick. Michael Vick. Yeah, I, I will give him credit though. He has done some good since then. 
But like I said, with some people, he crossed the line, and they'll never give him another I'll chance. Never I get give that. him another. But Steve. he has at Steve least. Steve does not forget. But he easily. has no. he has at least tried to reform, and he has done good things for animals. I've read. I mean, he's. I hope but I, how much of that is sincerity, or him just trying to repair his reputation? Yeah, right. Because obviously, there was something not wired right to do what those guys did. I mean, it's just sick. For sure. I mean, to have dogs fighting each other, I don't know how you could ever do something like that. I hate that. I mean, it's just, it's so depressing. That was a depressing story. Like when they yeah. showed the people searching his, he had so much to be happy about and so much other things he could have done. And to get into that dog fighting stuff, I just don't get it. It's a piece of garbage. Well, and, and cock fighting and. That's know, another one. Now, that doesn't I, get I, me as much as dogs because I'm not, you know, but still, still I don't, why pit animals against each other? Yeah, I don't exactly. get it. Well, they do it to make money, which is, it's just sick. I don't get it. And I'll never forgive them. No, that's your right. Yeah. I'm not saying I, I haven't forgave. I just understand that he has tried to evolve. I guess that's the yeah, best way yeah. I can put it. But no, I mean, what, the, what, what is done is done. There's a lot of dogs that they electrocuted, they drowned, they yeah, starved. his own I dog. Guess, I mean, he electrocuted just, his own dog. I just don't get it. I remember, a lot, yeah. I remember when that story broke, looking down at my dogs and be like, hey, you guys got it pretty good. They lifted their heads up from the couch. You do have went, it pretty good. And then they, then they went right, eh, whatever, and then they went back to sleep. <laughs> yeah. My dogs gave me a lot of, yeah, whatever, <laughs> slick. Just shut up. I got a lot of that from my dogs. They were like my dad in some ways. <laughs> Very dismissive of me. Whereas you make it sound like every time you come home for Lily, it's just, just Christmas and. Well, I, for me, it's not. Like yeah. I said, they knew the sound of my car, and I'm. I could picture Buddy and Lakota on the. It's just. It's just him. Nothing to get excited well, about. Well, the cat runs to the door. The yeah. cat's our greeter, and then the dog comes after her. Yeah, no, I didn't get that at the end. Yeah. Unless I've said, if I, if a different sounding car came, boom, they wanted to know who it was. They were right at that door. And if it was a stranger they had never met, they're sniffing and they're wagging their tail. And they, but like I said, if it was just me, they don't even tell. At the end, they weren't even waking up. I'd come back from like a Big Ten road trip, gone for two days. They wouldn't even wake up. To s- <laughs> uh, seriously, at times they did not even wake up. <laughs> Think about that. I mean, Wapsie would never do that. Wouldn't she be excited? Yeah. I'd be gone for two days and sometimes they wouldn't even wake up. And then, two hours, and then two hours later they would wake up. <laughs> Because they had to go pee or something. No, Wopsy always gives us a very exuberant greeting. Yeah, Lakota very did it first, but then he, I think they got bored well, with it. Well, Lily will come and lean on us, you know. But the cat. Singing the Bill Withers song. <laughs> lean on me. But the cat, she just runs to the door. The minute we're the minute we're there. What I'd hear, though, pitch dark, middle, middle of the night sleeping. All of a sudden I'd hear a... Lakota would want to go out. He either had to pee or he he would lots of times want to go out because he heard stuff out the backyard and he had to go out there and investigate and kill. Well, that's why now Lily sleeps downstairs, uh, looking out the window. All that you know. That's I all mean, Lakota did was look out. The, he'd sit yeah. on the top of my couch in the living room and spend day just all day looking out the window. But I did get a laugh out of the fact that, God, aren't you guys even going to say hi? I've been gone. I've been out and I've been in Bloomington for the last two days. Don't you feel sorry for me? I'm home and nothing. Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I still miss them. Well, of course you do. I still miss them every day. God, just think this July, this July 12th was seven years without Buddy. Wow. That's a long time, man. It is. So, but um, I'm trying to think anything else. Iowa Hawkeye wise, I. I have, Anything on the women? What's that? 
Anything on the women's? Well, team? they had their press conference, but Caitlin wasn't there. I mean, they said she was ill. But I, like I said, I think that's good that they let other players get mm-hmm. some exposure. I mean, we had John Bonencamp wrote a story for us, and he wrote a story on Addison O'Grady, who I think is one of the most important players on the team. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they got to get productivity from the center position or I mean that's just something that has to happen Caitlin can't win these games on her own no I mean Caitlin could average 35 points this year and that may not be a good thing no I agree I mean and Caitlin if she wanted to could average 35 to 40 points and but if that to me that's not a winning formula no and and Lisa knows it oh Lisa knows that and I mean Gabby Marshall has to average between 10 and 16 points a game. Kate Martin has to average between 10 and 16 points. And I think the center position has to give them. And Hannah multi- Stolke's got to be in Well, Hannah Stolke's got to be a better free throw shooter. She's got to expand her game. She's Right now she's very limited to just around the basket. So it'll be interesting to see how much she has evolved event- offensively. And uh, I saw a, a little bit of film that I saw Kylie Feuerbach was playing. She's another one. If she can stay healthy, I mean – She's a good player, and she was good her freshman year at Iowa State. She gives them a tall, lanky guard who can, I think, could also play small forward. But she's, I mean, yeah, she's another one. I mean, she's coming back from knee injury. Yeah. And Molly Davis is another one. It'd be nice if Molly could become a better three-point shooter. Because uh, to me, Molly's never going to be one to pose. She's just too small to score she, in traffic. She, she is. But there were she times I thought when she had open threes last year and she didn't make them. So hopefully she's worked a lot on her game that way because with Caitlin, you're going to get open threes because the defense is always going to be collapsing on Caitlin. And uh, Sid Affolter's going to be a big uh, key this year as well. But to me, the center position is the key. What happens? They got to, yeah. I mean, between um, Addie O'Grady and Sharon Goodman, and Stokey's not a center. I mean, she's not, a power No, forward. I agree with she's you. She's not a center. I mean, she could fill in at times, but between Goodman and O'Grady, I, I think they need to get at least 12 points and eight rebounds a game. I mean, you can't just go from Monica's sixteen and ten to four and to four and two. I mean, no. you're going to lose some key no. games if you you got to get some productivity from that. And Jan Jensen's a master at developing post players, so we'll see what happens. And I think we'll see good things out of Taylor McCabe, but I just don't know how many minutes she's going to be able to get. Well, she needs to be able to make threes when she's open. Yeah, yeah, and because that's what her role will be until Caitlin leaves. I don't think there's going to be a big burden. On her, but she's another one. If she's open, make those threes because yep. Caitlin's going to hit you. She's going to get you the ball if you're open. And where, but she's also going to expect she's also going to expect you to make some of those. You know, yeah. Caitlin or else can she be, won't, ain't going to make the pass. No, she's not going to make the pass. Caitlin can be demanding, but she has a right to be demanding. So we'll see. And it'll be interesting to see how many of their games are sold out. So are you surprised that uh, five of the football games are sold out? Yes. I kind of was, too. Yes, I'm surprised that they're sold out this early, but I think that's because of what Kirk did in the portal. And, of course, I think they know defense and special teams are going to be solid. They could have the best punter-kicker combo in all of college football. But and I'm not, I don't want to knock Spencer, even though this is – but if they were coming back and Spencer was going to be the quarterback again, they, I don't think any of the games would be sold out right now. And had they not gotten more pieces out of the portal, I think they would have had trouble. So I think there would have been more of a wait and see. Now there's an excitement because you've got this new blood in here and there's this kind of intrigue, the unknown. But McNamara is also a, an established product. I think the yeah. portal is what put them over the top ticket sales. Yeah, I and I give Kirk agree. credit for that. Now it still has to translate to the field, but Kirk knew that the offense needed fixed and they went out and got some pieces. Now those pieces just need to perform. 
Well, and it's going to be fun to watch. I've been looking forward to it. and uh, I hope it's fun to watch. I, mean, I remember you said the exact same thing last year, shaking, did, well, rubbing your hands together, and it turned out to be a freaking well, disaster. I, I, but it's I, am fun not for a, I have never been a big Spencer Petrus proponent. Well, and I can understand that. I, I mean, I... I mean, he was given more than ample opportunity to prove himself. Now, in fairness, there wasn't much good going on around him. And if the offensive line doesn't do any better this year than last year, Cade McNamara is going to struggle. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, but I do think the offensive line will be better. A lot was written about Kirk being optimistic. And I'm going to sound like a party pooper here. He said the same stuff last year at Big Ten. I mean, every year we rinse and repeat. We do the same thing. We take what he says. And, well, Kirk's really optimistic about his offensive line because they're a year old. I mean, that, that's part of the coach speak, and I get it. And, yeah, they are a year older. I've just got to wait and see attitude with the offensive line. Well, and fair enough, because we were sure burnt last year. Well, yeah, they were bad. I mean, terrible. More, more times than not, in my opinion, the offensive line underproduces. It's usually the biggest reason why the offense struggles. Now, they've had issues in recruiting receivers, but they've got some bodies now at receiver, so we'll see what happens. I mean – like Caleb Brown, a lot's being expected from him, but in fairness, he's, he's never, had one catch. He's had one catch, and he was more of a running back in high school than a receiver. This is an adjustment for him. I just hope they can get him the ball, easy pass routes, short passes, and then use that running ability in space to make yards. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Hopefully, it's not just these. I mean, sometimes Iowa they'll throw to the far hash mark. They'll throw a. a a receiver will go six yards down and out, and then they'll throw a 30-yard pass across the field to get in the ball, and his momentum takes him out of bounds. I, I, hate I hate those plays. That. I hate and they that. do so much of that. I know. That's what I'm hoping with McNamara that will end. And hope we got to have some kind of over-the-top threat. I mean, we have to. Well, that's what I think they're hoping Caleb Brown can become. I think they're hoping Seth Anderson can do a little bit of that. We know what Nico is. Nico's a good, reliable, solid, solid possession receiver. And he's going to get you 30, 40, 50 catches. But Nico's not going to be burning people deep. No. I mean, that's what they recruited Keegan Johnson for. And unfortunately, he's now at Kansas State. Yep. It'll be interesting to see what he does down there. I mean, Julius Brents thrived after he transferred from Iowa to Kansas State. Yeah. God, to think at one point Iowa had Riley Moss, Julius Brents. Think about the talent that they had in that secondary at one point. Well, that's why Brents left. Yeah, because he was not playing, and he knew he was good enough to play. And I don't think he had some big, strong beef. The guys ahead of him were as good or better. Yeah. And they were older. They, were, they had more seniority. But Betts, or Brents obviously was good because he was taken in the second round of the draft. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's going it, to be interesting. This, I'm looking forward to this season. I still don't want summer to be over yet. We're still over a month. So let's just, I mean... I, I want to enjoy the last. I well, wanna, and the first game's liable to be 95 degrees, you know. That's, I'm not worried about that one. Good. I'm worried about the Iowa State game because they still don't have freaking air conditioning over there in that press box. In the and press t- box? Two years ago, it was stifling over there. It was just gooey. It felt like somebody had poured pancake syrup yeah. on me. I, how does Iowa State not have air conditioning in their press box? Should we just rip them? Let's just rip. That's we'll isn't rip them anyway. Rip them. Yeah. But that's a reason to rip them. I mean, they yeah. don't have air conditioning in their press box. What do you think of that? I, it's third, well, I think it's, it's a third Neanderthal. World, it's a third world country. Yeah. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. 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 It's ridiculous. That in Russia or Kenya or something. It's ridiculous that yeah. they did Marjorie have. Taylor Greene's a cyclone you fan. Imagine her in there sweating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would be bad. That would be bad. <laughs> what if AOC was in there sweating? <laughs> well, that would be sexy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> boys, boys. Dodger Ivo got fired. 
for calling somebody Barbie. How old is See, Don I think Ger- that's just stupid. Yeah. How old is Don Geronimo? 64. So is he going to retire, or is he looking for another radio gig? I probably will. What if he comes here and starts working at KXIC? Competition. Would you have you... to fit in the closet with the, with yeah, the laptop. With the laptop. <laughs> so does he start every show by just, Geronimo, is that no, what he does? No, he does not. <laughs> I'd never heard of him. My name ain't Bridges. You know, I mean, he used to be Mike O'Mara's partner. Yeah, Don and Mike. Oh, okay. I yeah. So who's Mike O'Mara's partner now? No, he works with it's, Rob and uh, and Oscar. Oh. And Oscar. Okay. Yeah. And but they're not related. They're not connected with what's um, Rex and Harry or whatever. Lex. Or Le- Lex, Lex and, and Terry. Terry. Lex and Terry. Jesus. Not that's close. <laughs> I mean, Rex and Lex, I mean, that's very close. <laughs> and Terry and Harry's very no, close. No your dogs did a great job. <laughs> Never really calls close. us by the right name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My name. <laughs> the guy doesn't even know our name. Why are we getting up for him? <laughs> My name's Dakota. You've been calling <laughs> me Dakota. Lakota. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now that I got the ra- I didn't. Now that I got the radio makeup, I'll make sure I... There you but go. I, but that's pretty close for me, though. <laughs> Rex and Lex. How about Tex? Yeah. Could have been Tex. Tex. Except it wasn't. There was a movie called Tex starring Matt Dillon. I watched I, Yeah, I watched I watched it. it one time. Yeah. So, but... Um, How about that? I'm trying to think if there's any... I mean, this is... I mean, we are in the deadest of dead for college sports, but football... And I heard you guys, Um, I believe field hockey and soccer, they're going to start having... Exhibition matches here shortly. All the seasons are getting ready to start. No, they're, for, they're getting yeah, closer. I mean we're getting ready. I mean we're getting closer to getting closer to going. And um, but no, when you ask me, yeah, I am I am surprised by five of the games because man, at the end of last season, so many fans were so fed up with the offense, and I think some fans were convinced that Kirk was going to get rid of Brian. I never was. Never. And when never. they did the amendments, some of the fee. Well, I'm never buying another ticket. Uh, until, I, I get so sick of that crap, you know. I'm but not, obviously, they take uh, a knee. I'm not taking buying another ticket. And maybe yeah. some of those people did go away, but then other people have replaced them. Yeah. yeah oh yeah, I had a lot of people saying yeah. if they take a knee, I'm never seeing another Iowa. Fine. Yeah, That's good. Just, if you're gonna let something like that bug you, then fine. Whatever. Yeah. Other people will take your ticket. Yep. There's yeah. still a demand. And, for and they have. And they have. Yeah, oh, I had, we used, remember, we used to get calls in here saying, I'll never go watch Iowa. Yeah. I guarantee those people are watching. Of course they are. There's nothing else to do. They just want to be able to say that to make themselves <laughs> feel good. <laughs> I mean, seriously, there ain't nothing else to do. I mean, and my guess is there'll probably be some players that kneel this year for the National Anthem. Uh, I good. don't yeah. care. That's their right. Yeah, they there's want to not do even an issue anymore. I don't care. No, yeah. it's really not. No. I mean, when it first started, we're, all the people in the press box were counting out. Oh, there's 17 of them were tweeting it. It was 17. Now it's whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's their right to they do it. They got every reason in the world to take a freak in the, especially now. Well, that Frisco, Texas story tells you tells you why. I felt yeah. so yeah. bad for Well, them. that, Alabama denying them uh, votes, Texas denying them votes, Florida denying them votes. <clears throat> Screw it. Garbage. Uh, you know, if I could and I didn't have this arthritis, I'd take a knee. <clears throat> but I wouldn't be able to get up. Well, one of the players would help you up. <laughs> oh, he's talking about in the stands. They'd probably push you over. Then you'd go rolling down the stairs. No, in the stands, uh, when they get pissed off about him taking a knee, they're, they're talking to their neighbors, eating popcorn, not paying any attention to the flag or anything else. What I was amazed yeah. about is 
the U.S. women's soccer team got ripped because they weren't singing the national. I was always told to be quiet during the national anthem. I mean, you know, to that way. But th- there were people ripping the U.S. because they don't like Megan Rapinoe, and, uh, and it's all political. They were ripping them because they weren't outwardly singing the national anthem. They weren't showing enough. I mean, pre- they don't want. They to. had their hands on their hearts. They were standing in attention. Yeah. What that's else all is you, that's all I, you, I don't I sing during. Sing. I don't sing during the national anthem. No, nobody wants to hear me singing the national anthem. I, I do sometimes. You I don't. hear me singing it. No, I you're don't a know. singer. I don't care. But you, I mean, that's you your right. To. If you if you want to sing it, that's yeah, fine. I mean, but I wouldn't rip somebody for not singing. Now I would get. Now I don't sing when they have a special singer doing the Star Spangled yeah. Banner. I want to listen to them. Yeah. And I don't want to sing with them. I'm going to pull a you and tell a story over again. Remember when I went to the Paul McCartney concert at Cyclone Stadium and we were taping it to have for, you know, for history. And we go back to play the tape and all it is is my drunk friend singing every, hey, you can't hear any of the concert down on the field. And I remember his wife was like, God, you're a freaking idiot. Because the microphone was right by him and said, and that's the whole tape. <laughs> and that was a good concert. Did, Did you, you go to erase it? Oh, yeah. I would say, God, I don't need to hear that. That was 1989, maybe? Well, no, we were still on the road at that point. Because Cyclone so. Stadium used to have I saw Pink Floyd and well, Paul McCartney. Great, they had some great, great concerts. concerts. And I'd always wonder why Kinnick didn't do that more. Now, Cyclone Stadium is a lot easier parking situation than Kinnick. Uh, true. But I always wondered why Kinnick didn't do more bands like that. What was what's the answer? Do you That's know? what makes it such a good question when we ask the coaches I and the believe, players. Well, I believe part of it's the neighborhood, and they don't want to offend them. Yeah, probably. You know. But yeah, I'll just never forget that because McCartney. I mean, that was a good concert. He did a lot of the Beatles songs. He did a lot of his own good songs. But the whole thing is just my buddy just moaning into the, <laughs> and he was just all hammered. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> It is kind of funny looking back at it, but at the moment you were kind of pissed off because I wanted that. Well, tape. of course it pisses you. I wanted off. that. I, want I wanted to, to have that. You wanted to hear McCartney, not your drunk well, friend. But I'm also dumb enough to where I didn't realize that him singing like yeah. that was going to affect the tape. Yeah, Gavin would do this show on uh, uh, Radio oh, Fairfax. Eddie plays songs, but but he didn't play. He sang with him. He didn't. I mean, he had the microphone level perfect. So that he was actually in the song. Yes. Yeah, and he'd sing along with every yeah. damn song. Yeah, that's not a plus. I mean, they did silly love songs, which I, I like. A lot of people yeah. don't like that song. I do. I, like I, I I do. And God, my buddy just ruined it. I mean, just I mean, <laughs> wrong words, wrong tune, everything. Just butchered it. And he was the one running the. the he had the microphone. I mean, should we, and he just. It was just a disaster. That was never one of my favorites of his. I, I've, for some reason, I've always liked that song, and a lot of people don't. Yeah. A lot of people don't like Silly. I think Hunter doesn't like that. I think he. Was, I like the interplay of the vocals. Is kind of, kind of good with the different parts. Is kind of interesting, but as as a song, it's not my favorite. What's your favorite McCartney song? Not maybe, Beatles. Maybe I'm amazed. Okay, I like that one. Yeah. But I like silly love songs more. My favorite one is Band on the Run. Band on the Run. Good song. Great. I love that yeah. song. Yeah, I like Jet. Jet's yeah, a no, real good Jet song. Jet was okay. It never did a lot for me. I like Put It There. Yeah. That's one of my favorite McCartney songs. You've heard that one, haven't you? Put It There? I probably heard it. Put It I There, can't. if it weighs a ton, that's what a father said to his only son. If I heard it, it didn't. I don't care. All I, I know is the worst 
he can do things that are the best and the ebony and ivory oh, is bad. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, terrible. Uh, yeah. Ebony and ivory was silly. I don't need racial relations that way. I mean, that was just ridiculous. Oh, I got a complaint to the FCC, FCC when I was at uh, KFMH because they said, don't let Paul McCartney get near a black artist. And they thought I was... You'd get fired for that. Yeah. Listen, very seriously, uh, if I didn't own this station and... I, I wouldn't be in radio. Oh, you'd be gone a long time ago. <laughs> they would have just shot me oh, Shep, you always had a job, though. <clears throat> I know, but it was different times. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if in the Maybe today's not. world. Maybe not. Maybe not. Or I, you know, I'd do something to get fun. Well, now it just seems like the moment <laughs> somebody does something that you don't like, yeah. you cancel them. Yeah. I mean, both sides. I yeah. mean, the right does it a lot more now than the left, but well, they both just... Uh, all they had to do was use their imagination, which these pinheads don't have, and get her and him together on the air and, you know, him apologize and they make light of it. Now, who are we talking about? No big deal. Geronimo and Barbie. Oh. I don't remember her name. You're really hooked so, on this Don Geronimo. Ah, it pisses me off because it's. It, here's why I am. Because uh, I've been in this industry so long and it used to be entertaining. And you could get away with crap because you were normal. You mean people. this hasn't been entertaining today? <laughs> no, this, well, this, we'll let our audience decide. Listen, this station uh, s- sticks out right now like a sore thumb. It, it does. really does because we're doing crap that radio has done forever, and radio has quit doing it. You listen to the other stations and the voice tracking and crap, it's not entertaining. No, it is not. It's cold. Not at all. And we are, by theory, a Hawkeye podcast, but yeah. we've, I mean, we can we can do the Hawkeye thing when we have to. I'm just yeah. not bound to that. I'm well, just not hell, tied to that. Well, it's tethered. not like a lot is going on right no, now. No, but other podcasts, other podcasts would be breaking it down right now. Yeah, well, you know, talking about the uh, the battle for the third string at offensive tackle. Yeah, I mean, I just, yeah. I just don't care. Yeah. I mean, we'll start with Don Patterson. i got to reach out to Don and touch base. And um, when do we – do we want to get him on the – Monday yes. leading into the season. Yes. You think that will do our first? Okay, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, I figure we'll get him on the Monday during the leading into the season open. I'll reach out to him and touch base, and because yeah, that's not too far away. I mean, let's see the game. What would that be? What's the month? It's September second's the season opener. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have Don on here in a, about three weeks, and um, and I look forward to it. Yeah, we can be serious when we have oh, yeah. to, but yeah. but to just be just nonstop breaking it down, and I just I can't do that. See, well, I don't want to listen to it either. No, I wouldn't want to listen to well, it either. Sometimes you gotta. We, there's a reason why we are doing very well in the audience department. Yeah, yeah, yep. Is, is that because of discussions like this today? It's well, of sadly, that's part <laughs> yeah, of it. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I did have some people reach out and say they're very disappointed that you will not play pigs on the wing because they want to hear it i i'm sure there's tons of them i've had three or four people say i want to hear pigs on the wing it's only it's a minute and 31 seconds is that the one that's got the uh animals well it's from the animals album yeah yeah i mean you got um pigs on the wing is the lead into pigs dog and sheep those are he's gonna redo all the uh i know he's he's just he's as goofy as hell and nobody knows really 
what the hell, you know. He's not a liberal. He's not a conservative. He's a nut. He's nut. He's just a nut. Well, so is uh, RFK Jr. Yes. RFK yeah, he's Jr. A nut. is just goofy. I mean, I he'll deny saying stuff that he's saying on tape. You see him saying, <laughs> I didn't say that. And then some people are so deranged. Well, those tapes are obviously manipulated by the deep state. I mean, I mean, some of the feedback I got yesterday on Twitter. I mean, when I mean, this one guy. I wake up this morning, and this guy who I basically told to go away. Oh, you're just such an arrogant narcissist. You need me. You would never block me. So what do you think I did? Block. I blocked him. him. I mean, instantly. Goodbye. I mean, why would Cheryl Hines, who's a very attractive, who's that? That's uh, RFK's wife. Oh, okay. Why would she stay with him? Maybe she loves him. Well, women cow. find him attractive. Maybe she I loves him. Women find him attractive for a 70 year old man. Why would you love somebody like Maybe that? Maybe he's incredible in bed. He's rich. He's a Kennedy. That's the no, only reason. I don't know. I, that's the only reason. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, why is that 20? 28- and you know what else? I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, I... It bothers me. I don't... You just need to just ignore Robert no, Kennedy. It bo- Well, I don't care about that. I care about why is Cheryl Hines with him. Yeah, I'd never heard of Cheryl Hines. Look, her, look, look her up. I, I will. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'll take your word. Yeah. Is she better looking than Marjorie Taylor Greene? Oh, yes. AOC? Yeah, well, she's... Mm. A different not look. Not better... Yeah, different look. A different but look. But good looking. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But why does a 28-year-old girl marry, what's his name, um, Dennis Quaid? God, I saw a movie with him. I didn't make it through. Have you seen this movie, The Intruder? Uh-uh. It's, he, um, he's Last this. The movie I saw with him was Frequency. I never saw that. He's a nut job who killed his wife, and he's got this big old home in the California wine country that he's selling, but he doesn't want to really sell it. So he sells it to this black couple, and the woman that pl- in the movie is just gorgeous. I don't know who she is. But they think he's moving to Florida and going away. But meanwhile, he's living underneath the house, and he can't leave. And it, he, they end up killing him. It's just a, it, it's just a weird movie. Frequency, you know, he contacts his dead father on a ham radio. Well, that'd be interesting. I wonder yeah. what my dad would say if I contacted him right now. You're disturbing me. <laughs> what are you calling Just for? don't play any more flag <laughs> football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You played flag football. I'm embarrassed up here. He was. <laughs> my dad was embarrassed with my success in flag football. It was a low moment for him. <laughs> he'd, bring, he'd bring it up. You'd be shutting the radio off. <laughs> Actually, I got to go, Dad. Do you ever have days nice where you think about your parents you. more than others? Yeah. I had that yesterday. I was thinking about him a lot because it's just not the same without him. The family structure, I mean, we don't get together near as no, much. No, none of it's the same. Well, that's, that's the problem. We don't get together near as much anymore because the parents used to be the center. Yeah. The epicenter. We'd all come to them. Now we all go our separate ways. I mean, my siblings, my sisters, they've all got their own grandkids and stuff. So they go there, and it's just, it's just not well, the same. Well, unfortunately, the bad news is, if, is the longer you live, the fewer people there are left mm-hmm. that you know are, are as interesting or as oh yeah as longer, loving as as and if, as i keep living, living i mean them. unless by chance i get married late in life it's going to be my nephews and nieces taking care of my death after i die <laughs> yeah that's why i've made sure i've got everything set up in the world where the last thing i want to do is cause any financial burden to anybody so i'm leaving all my my empire to my nephews and nieces and you know they'll 
you know, they'll bury me or do whatever. Yeah. They may, who knows? They may spit on my grave. I got, I got so much baggage with my uh, with my folks. I, yeah, but you've got a son that when that will yeah. always be there to take care of. Like when you go to meet your maker, you know what I mean? I don't have that. Well, he's at the Air Force Academy now, but but yeah. still, I mean, it's not like he, it's not like he's well, on another I've, planet. You know, what if I outlive you? Well, Maybe might. I'll take care I mean, of you. You could. I mean, I could yeah, die I'll tomorrow. Take, I'll take care of you. Okay, yeah. I'm sure you would. Yeah, you're going to be right over <laughs> Buried in the cornfield? <laughs> Buried under a tower. Have the, have where the, you have to listen to everything. This, the, yeah, it'll just be resonating <laughs> off those towers. Kings of Leroy. And, yeah. Um, what's your name? Um, <laughs> Call Taylor, me baby. Um, Taylor, <laughs> Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. You'll I've got be, that name down now. I don't really for, screw her for, up anymore. For all yeah, I can never. What's her name? Carly, maybe? Or what's Carly her? Ray Jepsen. Yeah, I, for some reason, I cannot remember that one. And what was the one you said? Marie? Anne Marie. Anne Marie. Yeah, no, I, like I said, I like that song. I may someday request that when, on the show, but obviously you can't do it now because you just played it. Yeah. Did that show, did that go high up in the, was it popular? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how popular, but. Which show? Well, how that yeah. song that you said, 2002, Anne Marie, how yeah. high did it chart? Do you know? Let I'll bet look. it was a top tenner. Molly, do you know? What? How high that song, uh, The Day We Fell in Love, charted? Oh, you mean 2002? Yeah. Yes. No. <laughs> All right. I listened to it this morning and actually liked it. She's got a great voice. Not very high. Captain's looking it up right now. I bet you think it did top 50? I th- top, oh, oh, sure. Top 10. Okay. I was going to say top 10. And right? number three in England. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's a good yeah. song. On what chart? Billboard. Hot 100? Huh? Was it the Hot 100 or? Yeah. AC? No, the Hot 100. I'm surprised. <laughs> it's a good song. Yeah. No, I agree. Like I said, her vocal range is very impressive in that song. Yeah. So what do you say Roger Waters is remaking all of Pink Floyd's songs? Well, he's, uh, yeah, that's what he said. And see, he's got the right to do it because he owns the copyright because he wrote most of the songs. Well, Gilmore's fighting him. Yeah, but it's going to be hard because I think, Tom, you know, if you oh, wrote no, the song, don't you have more leverage? If he wrote the song, he's got full. I understand that, but Gilmore's full. fighting him anyway. So... And I, I know he wrote most of the songs, and if, I think if Gilmore co-wrote, then he's got. Oh he no, he's no up. Gilmore co-wrote some, and he yep. actually did write some. But I think the fact that Roger's worth almost three times more than David isn't that writing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I don't. I just wonder what his purpose is of he doing. He says this. it's going to ruin the the uh, legacy. Legacy. Of well, the especially band. if he changes the sound. And uh, no, he's fighting it. it well, what it will do is it will go through the courts and keep him from doing it until. It goes I just don't the understand court. why he's so angry. Because he's nuts. I know. Sometimes you don't have to. Has he always They're, been nuts? Yes. Yeah, pigs. Pigs on a wing. It's a animals. great album. It's animals Sheep. is a great album. Sheep. Animals. Hunter, are you on my side here? Animals is a great album. I'm not saying and it isn't. My dogs, when dogs would I'm come not, on, I'm they not, would howl sometimes. Okay, I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just saying, who in the hell goes in a studio and puts... 
pigs on a wing. The same people who went into a studio and did Uma Guma. Well, the same people that went in a studio and did uh, Jingle Bells with dogs. Who did that? Ro, the ro, singing ro. dogs. Oh, I remember ro, that. Ro, 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 I, oh, God. I hated that. Listen, Rudy hated that. And, you know, he'd hear that come on the radio, and he'd just go, have a fit. And there was one time he was in the, in the basement, and I just went, Ruff, 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 ruff. And he turned and looked at me and just yeah, I didn't like that. Fit. How about the movie, Rudy? <laughs> no. My dad hated that movie. Well, Rudy him, was a dick. Called him a wuss. We have a call? Hello? Yeah, uh, my understanding is that Roger Waters has recorded Dark Side of the Moon, re-recorded it with um, spoken word also on it, but all different instrumentation. But I haven't heard or read that he's doing any of the other okay. uh, Floyd albums, but he's definitely already got in uh, Dark Side of the Moon in the can. So he's going to change well, the sound of the songs? Yep, re-recorded, and he's got spoken word over a lot of the where, instrumental. Where he's ranting? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Should be interesting. I mean, why mess, with, why mess with arguably the greatest <laughs> album of all time? And I, I, don't, I assume he probably wrote most of the songs on I Dark imagine. Side, Dark Side of the Moon. You guys aren't big Dark Side of the Moon fans, are you? I'm, I'm not a big Pink I Floyd love it. fan. I, 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 I listen, was blown away. I don't have, no, I like uh, Us and Them. And, uh, I, just, I mean, the know. album just... It, it, the no, flow, it's a, it's it's a, a good a, album. And it's a sound that no other band has come close to duplicating. No, I and don't... And it's hard it, to think of a band other than Jefferson Airplane, the way they change their sound. I just think that he's... Nuts. Nuts. Angry. Yeah, because he's nuts. I mean, you and can, he's prejudiced. He's got a lot of prejudice, yes, and anger, and, and always up. has been. And to me, you think after he's everything, like, he's like Clapton. Clapton's always been an sob, but he's done some good songs. Great songs, yeah. no, great, great yeah. songs, great musician, miserable person. Yeah, well, look and, at Van Morrison. He, he's and, a nutbag, yeah. and I love his music. Yeah, so do I. I love Van Morrison, but yeah. he's a nut. Yeah, an angry nut. They're all just angry. I got a bandstand where he goes. I don't ever want to have a top ten hit again. Dick Clark looks at him like, what are you out of And do you really believe him? You know he wanted to. I mean, some... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, he recorded stuff. He recorded, uh, you know, stuff like Domino and stuff that you know you knew was going to be a hit. I mean, his greatest hits album is but, incredible. But, you know, these guys... What is The Bright Side of the Road? I love that song. Yeah, it's the greatest song. It's a great song. Yeah. And you, you, when you, you think the guy's singing it, then you learn about him how miserably, how miserable and angry and pissed off at yeah. the world he is. I just don't get if it. I, I don't that, either. You know why? When you're that successful and you're that good. I mean, think about what Roger Waters could be doing right now. Just enjoying retirement, enjoying what they've accomplished. Play, they could be playing together as Pink. They still have yeah. three other band members, and yet they don't even speak. Yeah. I, just, I, I don't get it. I, it's like some people thrive on friction. They do. And it seems like that's often the case with rock bands, musical groups. I mean, the, the Knopfler brothers don't speak to each other. The idiots from Oasis, the Gallaghers, they, don't, they fight with each other. I mean, David Gilmore and Roger Waters don't speak to each other. Yeah. I mean, there's so much of that. Is that and the just, Kinks had that problem. The Kinks had problems. It's, I mean, you would know. Is that just because you're together so much and you got egos and you yeah. want, hey, no, I wrote more of that. Is that yeah, all of, of that. Yeah. And it all kind of contributes to that type yeah. of atmosphere. Yeah. Is that why we don't speak to each other? We don't. So we're, do I have to go through Pat from here on out? 
through Pat. So Pat, I'll you guys tell go- Steve that I thought we did speak to each other. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the next time you guys go out to lunch together, what, you're not going to speak to each other? We don't have to. We're eating. Yeah. There you yeah. go. And then I'll go out to dinner with Jan. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> go out to breakfast the next day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, you don't like breakfast. Not at all. Oh, I love breakfast. I do, too. I love well, breakfast, man. I, I could Right now, I could down a skillet from I mean, Midtown. I'll... I'm not ever or almost never going to get up and, and whomp up a three or four course breakfast. I do it sometimes, but not always. But uh, it'll be on a Sunday. If but I, I am going to have BLTs for lunch today. I've Yum. got, I got two I big like tomatoes, those. got the center cut bacon ready to go, Yum. a little wheat toast, and Sound. have some BLTs. So is it already 11 o'clock? Yeah. A good one to end on. No, this is one of my favorite songs. And it's such an upbeat, happy song. It is. No, it? great song. And he does have a great voice, and he's still alive, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> is he still performing? Yeah. And he's still a dick. But he's got to be in his 80s, isn't he? I don't think so. I don't. Have a good day. All right, everybody. Park have a fanatic. Good day. It's free. <laughs> <laughs>